How, how about that? Is that a better? Because everyone's this like is, cheering. This is how we walk for, out for us to come on. Conor McGregor, like yeah. this. So that's the new intro. What the the cheering? The cheering. We have got to get rid of that noise. Right. Okay. Beginning. It's just a noise now, isn't it? No, I like it. Well, no, I mean, we'll change it. I'm, what else do you do in a day? This is what I'm I'm struggling with here. What what do you you know other than well, other talking than sit, sit with me doing well, podcasts? What do you actually do? Talking about what day and the time? Yeah, it is Monday. What time is it? Eleven o'clock. Bang on this on the dot. What are you doing on a Monday at eleven o'clock? Because this is what we're doing. Probably working like us. Well, we are working. Yeah. Although it doesn't feel like work, really, does it? We're working hard today. Today's going to be a hard one. Big one. Because we've not even discussed what we're going to talk about because it's pointless. Why? Because we never talk about it anyway. We just go off on other shit that we talk about. I know, about. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I do want to talk about first and foremost. Yeah. Because I come in on a Monday, because Mondays aren't usually the best day. It's grey and miserable outside, and that perfectly reflects your fucking attitude this morning. <laughs> so what is your beef? Come on, I want to hear it. Oh, what you, you oh, oh, I'm stressed. I oh, feel stressed out today, but so I don't know what over. You're like a two-times billionaire. You own half of Cheshire. What have you got to be stressed about, Sunbeam? <laughs> Come on. That's such an exaggeration. <laughs> All right, just a one-times billionaire then. Can you move that coat? Why? What's up with it? Because now your head's making the noise as well. Really? Can you hear that? Can you hear that? See, the thing is, he turns up, it's the middle of winter, <coughs> with his coat on, with... Is that better? ...a T-shirt on yeah. and he's like, oh, I've only got a T-shirt on. He said, you can't wear that coat, because it makes, on his beard, makes like a... A me bum fluff. That. Can you hear that? I can hear that, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what it makes. ASMR, that, mate. Yeah, it is. People love that shit. So, come on, what's your beef? What's up I haven't here? got any beef. You told me you were stressed this morning. Yeah, what have you got to be stressed about? I don't about? know what I'm stressed about. I'm stressed you about something. Know. Maybe it's you coming round. Bollocks. Maybe I'm stressed about my other business. Why? What's going on in that? Well, I need to spend some money in it. Oh, really? So I'm stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> I, need, I need to spend some money, so yeah. So, you've got money to spend in your other business. Your missus is spending all the money that you have got on the house. Yeah. Because you budgeted... What? How much did you budget? Come on, tell me. 50. 50 pounds. 50, 50, <laughs> 50 big ones. 50 grand. Yeah. Just so, to, just and that's to get, what, furniture, flooring? Yeah, just, just get a bit of flooring down. Furniture, TV. Yeah. Because with this, we need an extra TV. It's not as if we didn't have a TV in the other house. We just needed another TV. Yeah. Um, so how many tellies are you going to have now? I don't know. There's TVs all over the place, isn't yeah. there? So there's like bits and bobs of stuff. It all adds up like a grand here, a grand there, two grand here. But the problem is the flooring's gone a little bit over budget. A little bit? A little bit. You text me how much it was last night with a crying face, I'm sure you did. So I thought the budget for the whole of the floor, upstairs and downstairs, was about 10 grand. Downstairs is about 20 already. <laughs> and it's because of the floor. The floor needed screeding. And Ouch. there's an existing floor that can't be taken up because... The kitchen is sat on top of the floor, so to take the floor out would make it dead low, and it's something to do with the kitchen tiles are like 20 millimetres, the rest of the house is 10, and straight away you're 10 mil here and 10 mil there, so the floor's going to be all, all, all over the place. So I right. said, just want it doing properly, and properly means expensive, right? So you've got to screed it to got make to sure it's all level and flat, yeah. and then you're tiling on top of that. I'm tiling on top of that. Are you going to get, because you've got underfloor heating everywhere, aren't you? Well, that's what I was Are you going to feel this? Negged out about. Well, supposedly the underfloor heating is 100 millimetres down anyway. Right. Because the underfloor heating was built with the house. Yeah. So if you was to put underfloor heating into yours, which is you can do, yeah. you would route out the um, for the piping to go in, yeah. which means the piping would only be about, okay. I don't know, maybe 10, 20 mil at the most underneath right. the floor. Yeah. And that's why 
um, it won't make a difference putting some extra stuff on top of, you know, like tiles on top of tiles. Right. And that's supposedly, builders-wise, that is supposedly how you do it. I don't know. I'm just going off the What you've been told. Well, I've been told by multiple different people, so... Well, you know what, what happens when we usually repeat what we've been told? We get into trouble and usually have to pay people £8,000, so are well, you sure that's definitely right, that information? Well, I'm paying for it anyway, so if it isn't, <laughs> it's only me that's paid the price. Very true. So that's negged you out then. So 20 grand flooring's negged you out. Do you know what? It's not actually negged me out right. because you move house and you end up spending money. Now, I know, see, what I do with my wife is I give her a budget because yeah. she's doing the house. I don't know if anyone's listening. Like guys, do guys do houses, interior decorations and where TVs go and where flooring gets, wallpapers and stuff like that. Probably do sofas. if they're a bit light on the old loafers, like... Oh, yeah, there was, with sofas and yeah, wallpaper. Probably, you know, do you know how much wallpaper we bought? Around. How much? Have a guess how much the wallpaper was. Oh, I can imagine, mate. I bet it's like, I don't know, it's made by 20 it, Virgins or something. Was it like £100 a roll? No, no, it was it was £20 a roll. Oh. Na- 900 and something pounds worth of wallpaper she oh, bought. What the fuck? What, where, what? And do you know what You're she says now? That big of you. Do you know what she says now? You'll oh. laugh at this. I don't think I want that up. No. No, I'm not joking. Did you beat around I the head with the I said you're putting it up. Yeah. I said that wallpaper's going on. I said I don't give wow. a fuck. It's 900 quid for wallpaper. It's going somewhere. Put it in here. Do something with it. Anyway, she was like, oh, this, <laughs> because um, I'm not having the, because she wanted like the wood panelling and stuff. So she changed her mind on that now because uh, the builder that's come in said that if you do the wood panelling in the lounge, it's got some bay windows. Yeah. Said it'll look a bit like complicated. So he said I would, he said, Believe me, because I've done a lot, and she's believed him. Right. So um, we need more wallpaper. Because that 900 quid, a 900 and something, that was only for half walls. Okay. Imagine no. if you would have done wallpaper for every room, full drop. You would have been talking a lot. So anyway, that's part of the budget. And then sofas, uh, four sofas. Well, you've had, was going to, you've had to get two lots of sofas, because you've got two living rooms, haven't you? Yeah, one's just, like, not going to get used. Hey, I got. Um, I don't know if I've said this on the previous podcasts. Um, it's good reason. Uh, if I have, then thanks for watching all the podcasts. Mm. But I got the go-ahead for a full-size American 9x5 pool table for the front room. What, in the living room that you can't use? No, no, but I, I said to my missus, I was like, well, we don't really use that. So I put a, make it a games room. Yeah. She was like, yeah, you can do if you want. I was like, no way. Serious? And I didn't even have to bribe her. With anything? With nothing. Ah, there'll be someone coming, mate. You know that. Well, yeah, some more wallpaper, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, budgets. Everyone does a budget. And let's be honest, who stays in the budget? No one. Nobody. Nope. So, I give myself, well, I said to her, she was like, how much have we got to move, you know, to do all the stuff? And I said, look, I said, 50 grand, that should do it all. And she's like, right, okay. So, we, we passed the 50 grand. Quite a while ago. Quite a while ago. I mean, the flooring <laughs> and then CCTV. You know, oh, yeah. because I've got all the fans outside. All the fans. So that, how much was your CCTV? Um, 10 grand. 9 grand, nine or 10 grand. 9 or 10,000. That was negotiated. There's a lot of cameras, it? though. Is there? But the thing is, I feel bad talking about this because we're right. asking £3 a month plus that for this Patreon thing. We are, but this free this Patreon's not going towards your gaff. No. Your other that, business pays for your yeah, gaff. That, yeah, exactly. This this money that I'm spending on this house, nothing to do with Evil GT. No. I'm not asking anything out of this business. I'm no, not. it's this business that, that's not got a fiver to wipe its arse with, mate. Your yeah. other one's sound, isn't it? And we're actually in massive debt in this business because we talk about money on this. Yeah. So we're in we're in a lot of debt in this in this we business. Are. So which is fine. Because um, every business needs to, you can either have, to me, businesses, natural growth, 
or accelerated growth. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what you do, a business will always have growth. Yeah. No matter what it is, you could literally do. If you started a business off and said, um, I'm going to open a website and you get no traffic and I'm going to open an Instagram and you get one follower and you don't do any sales. Well, that's growth. By one person. By one person. But what I'm saying is it's growth, right? Yeah, yeah. So every business is shitty as you could think, oh, I've just opened a business and it's shit. You're always going to get growth. Just opening the business is growth. Yeah. So our business, we've accelerated the growth, tried to accelerate the growth. So when we, the first day we did YouTube, we, we spent 30, 30 odd thousand, 30,000 on cars, mm-hmm. on two cars. So to anyone else, they might have bought one car and they might have wanted that car anyway. So that might've been their personal car. We, we decided to buy two just for YouTube. Yeah. Then we bought the Sylvia and we bought other stuff. We bought the track car and, the Clio you've bought and we've, we've bought a lot of stuff and yeah. it's, it's to get the YouTube content. So we've accelerated ours and by accelerating content um, and business, it usually costs money. Shit loads of money. Yeah. But it is what it is, isn't it? So mm. if anyone should be stressed, you only owe that money to your other business. I owe it to the Codfather himself. So you owe it to me. It should be, <laughs> it should be me that's stressed, shouldn't it? Yeah. I'm not stressed about the money because I know that it's money well spent and the business is just growing, yeah, and it'll get there. It will get there eventually, but got no it, business, it. no business will, will succeed without hard work. No, exactly. So it's up to us, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's so why we're sitting here at eleven o'clock on a Monday morning doing a podcast. I know it, you can't complain at that, really. Though there's people who've been up since like six o'clock this morning, and we were we were them people not so long ago. We were actually. I used to do a. I used to do split shifts in a warehouse. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah, I yeah. used to do all that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still remember the best time of working in a warehouse when you're doing split shifts. I don't know if anyone else has this shift pattern, but you would expect it to go maybe 6-2, a.m. finishing in the morning, then going back on an early shift. Right. But it wasn't for me. It was the other way around. So I finished. I did nights, afternoons, mornings, nights, afternoons, mornings. So what happened was... I did, so when I was finishing my morning shift, so I went into work on a Friday, 6 a.m., which is a killer. Anyone doing that is a killer, isn't it? So up at five, get to work, probably up at half four because it was a half hour drive. Finish work at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, get then, on the beers. Oh, yeah, well on the piss. Um, then I didn't start work until Monday at, at 10 o'clock because right. my night shift was next. Right, okay. So I basically had... I think I had a, more or less had a long weekend. I think that's how it worked. Can't argue with that. Because I didn't go in on Sunday at 10 o'clock, because that's Sunday, I didn't work weekends. So I remember it as, finish at two on a Friday, so out on a piss, like you say, then I had all day Saturday, all day Sunday. So let's be honest, finishing at two on a Friday is like half a day, isn't it? Yeah, class that. And then, so I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and because I didn't have to go into work until Monday at 10 o'clock, I had Monday morning as well, it was great. I mean, right. I mean, the job was shit, but the hours, that, that weekend, one every three weeks was, was brilliant. That sounds all right, that. Happy with that. Yeah. And you were earning, earning fuck all. Um, it was just, just a warehouse job, wasn't it? Order picking. Six, seven pound an hour or something like that back in. Mind you, no, it Do probably you know was. was I, don't even, I don't even remember what I got paid. I remember what, I remember my first week, because I was on the agency, I went to collect my money back, back then. I'm going back to mid nineties. 
I went like a threepence and three shillings <laughs> or whatever it was. It's only mid nineties. <laughs> Not like ages ago. It's like what's that? Twenty 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 five years ago, twenty seven years ago. Long time that. So I remember going to the um, the agency, and back then it's not like it is now. So I had to go and collect my check from the agency shop. Right. So it was a, like they have agency shops now. Don't I think you, still had it. In? When I moved, first moved back to Warrington, I went to Manpower, and it was the it was like a proper office thing. It wasn't a shop though. Yeah, it yeah. was like a proper office. This was a shop. This was like a corner shop type scenario. Same size as like a corner shop. Wow. What? You know your Mrs. Estate agents. Yeah. Right. It was the same size as that. Right. So it's not a shop though, is it? It's an office. Oh, it's a corner shop, isn't it? No, it's an office though. Yeah, but it's like a corner shop size. No, well, yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, but the, where you went, the agency, it was an office, wasn't it? It I was know an you office, say yeah. It was a corner I'm saying shop it's a size, shop. but it was a. Well, it's, selling, it's selling stuff, isn't it? No, it's selling. It's selling work. An what? agency sells work, right? Because that you they they say we've got loads of work, so they're selling you the work. You go in and just have to fulfil the work. That is a shop in the loosest of terms ever. No, it's it? still a shop. <laughs> to me, it's a shop. I've been in more suspect shops that are selling stuff. Put it I that way. I fucking so, bet you have as well. Um, so anyway, on a Friday afternoon, after my 6-2 shift, I had to go in and collect my money. And I remember collecting £90 for, for a week's work. And I was like, what the fuck's this? <laughs> Even back then, I think I should have got like 200 right? Right. Oh, yeah, I was balling. I was doing the hours. I bet. Um, so I was like, what? What? 90 quid. And they were like, oh, it's your first week. We've got to deduct this and deduct that. And you've got this tax thing and deduct that. Basically, you've fuck, we've fucked you over. <laughs> so I got this check. Yeah. And I was fucking well pissed off. I'm talking about... Even more than now? Not, no, not nowhere. This, <laughs> I've, I've not even finished. I might have told you this story before, but I haven't, haven't told anybody else. I don't think you have told me this story. So um, I remember getting it. And this was in Stretford in Manchester. So it was on the... Um, just on the crossroads there. So I got this check and I was like, I was well pissed off. I was like, that ain't going to last me very long. So I went in the bookies and spent it all. You did tell me this story. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem is, I was pissed off because I spent all my money. Spent the afternoon having a few beers, going in the bookies, coming out with a few beers. That's what I did back then. You know, and um, I enjoyed that, actually. Yeah. Thinking about it. No stress. No stress. No nothing. Apart from I spent all my money and I couldn't get home. <laughs> so I had to walk home. You just work. You just grafted your ass off for a week for ninety quid, and then spent it all. Yeah, so I was a bit pissed off, and I thought, now I've got a fucking walk home. Great. <laughs> but I was that pissed off in the first place that I got me ninety quid. It pissed me off that much that I was like, fuck it, I'm just going out. I'm going to have some beers and stuff. You were angry spending. Oh, I was angry spending. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, what your missus does, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I spent it all, and then I was well, even more pissed off than I was before. I got me ninety quid. At least I could have like lived a little bit for the weekend. I didn't get much less when I was on the dole. I think I got what, about 60 quid a week on the dole. Do you know what's funny, right? I've noticed this. When people, because you've got a few quid, right? A little, You know, a little bit now. You have got a little bit of money. It's going now. less as the minutes tick on because that budget's going out. I know, but you earn about £1,000 a day. So I don't feel sorry for you. Since you, when? You do. You, your business makes about £1,000 a day. It makes more no, than that, actually. Yeah, it fucking does. It doesn't. It does. Easy. It doesn't. <laughs> it fucking does. Loads, shit loads of money. £1,000 right? a day is not even a lot anyway. I don't know why I'm trying to um, like defend that fact. If it earned £1,000 a day, I wouldn't be fucking sat here. I'd be fucking working in it because... Does it? I know it earns more than that, actually, doesn't it? More than a thousand pound a day. Anyway, right, we're going off. My point is, do you not think that with more, like a lot of people, the more money they get, the less money burns a hole in the pocket. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because you're like, you'll go, you look at your bank and go, oh, I've got a grand in there now. I'm, I'm gonna, 
I'll go steady with that because I'll, I'll treat me grand as uh, zero, like as balance as zero. Yeah. And then if and over and above that, I'll I'll spend. And then you might get to like say five grand. This has never happened to me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll get so to like you five speak, grand. You're not speaking from experience. No, then. but right. what also I'm speaking from is when I sold cars to people. The people who didn't have a pot to piss in clearly were the easiest ones to sell a car to. Dead easy. They didn't even have money for a deposit. They used to say to me, I'll have that car, but can I pay the deposit on Friday when I get paid? Like, okay, really? But then the people, I remember one guy, he owned, um, it was his parents' shoe factory. It was up in Preston somewhere. Uh, Steve, I think his name was Stephen, something or other. But he came in, he got like a dead long overcoat on. You could tell it was an expensive, like a cashmere dead long overcoat thing. And he took it off and he put it on the back of the um, chair and he got uh, Patek Philippe on. And you know what I'm like for watches. Oh, he's into his watches, him. He loves them. And he didn't look like the kind of guy that would bowl in with a Jarg Patek Philippe. Mm. Uh, it was a Nautilus. It was a blue, a blue Dial Nautilus. Beautiful watch. Worth fucking fortune. Well, you can't get them. They're like rocking all shit. Unless you want to spend an absolute fortune on them. Because you, you, you can't go into Patek Philippe and go, I'll have a Blue Dial Nautilus, please. Because they'll go, fuck off. So you can go in and do that. Well, you could go in and ask for As long for as one. you won't get told to fuck off. You, well, yeah, you, you, you'll, in, you'll very eloquently get told to piss off. It's okay. not happening. Um, but he didn't seem the kind, like the kind of person that would have a Jarg Patek Philippe on. So he was chatting away anyway, and he said, oh, he'd, sold, he'd recently sold his business, and he got a few quid, and he was just trying to cheat, treat himself to a few cars. I think, he'd t- I think he had a uh, Cayenne. I'm sure he had a Porsche Cayenne at the time. Okay. And um, you should he wanted an RSQ8, and... Fucking hell, he was trying to screw me to the floor for a deal. Like, I'm talking, I was trying to explain to him that the RSQ8 at the time had only just come out. Um, they were very, very few and far between. He was factory ordering one, and he was like, oh, well, this and that, and I reckon I could go here and get a better deal and do this and go and get him. We're all like, hey, you can't get this car. People are doing it now, you know, with the RS3. I've, I read a thing on Facebook, somebody saying, I've not bought, I've not ordered an RS3 because they won't do me any discount on it. It's like, why would, why would anybody go, oh, yeah, here's money off a car I can't fucking get for you? <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that? You wouldn't, would you? No, exactly, but people are complaining, saying, oh, I've not ordered one because the dealership wouldn't do me any discount. I mean, have they, have they, have they been asleep under a rock for oh, about the last two years? Do they know what's happening with I've the no car idea. market? I'll tell you what, they've never been. They've never been to Porsche, have they? Oh, fucking hell. If you go to Porsche and ask for any discount, it's like, piss off. Yeah, exactly. And that was before this pandem- <laughs> yeah. pandemic bollocks that has made all the chips and the conductors and stuff like scarce i remember going in on my uh, mccann and it wouldn't give me nothing off it i just bought a gt3 and i said i'll have a mccann for me missus yeah it wasn't quite that easy she was like oh i want a new car now so anyway the, the mechanic <laughs> here's your wife uh, here's the wife tax i was like uh you know a bit, a bit of discount on this yeah it was like no i can't even give you anything off porsche don't discount vehicles they might do for other people who spend more with porsche i don't know but for me i'd only bought four so Four doesn't get you a discount. I know that for a fact. And I asked. And he was a mate of yours as well, wasn't he? No, he wasn't a mate. I knew him from the dealer. Nice guy. We had a few beers together, though, when you went on your, your little Oh, Porsche. no, that was Howard. That, oh, was that, that a different was, guy? Uh, he, he just signed off the finance. Oh, he was, he, the, didn't, he was the business manager. He didn't do the finance yet. Got you. Uh, but, yeah, they're all nice guys in there. We went to... Um, uh, uh, Geneva on the motor shop. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Yeah, free hospitality. Yep. That's what I did get off Porsche, actually. What? Free hospitality? Um, oh, so you did get some. They did send us to Geneva. Can't um, argue with that. You can't argue with that because nice it was that. the Intercontinental in Geneva. I can imagine it was an expensive hotel. Yeah. Um, a night in there. So, yeah, happy with it. But Porsche, um, uh, Nick said, I can't give you anything off the car, but I wanted a tow bar because right. I had the trailer at the time for the track car. And 
he said, I can give you the tow bar at factory price instead of aftermarket price. So it was going to be an aftermarket tow bar, but he was charging you factory Fitted by the Porsche, right. like authorized whoever. Chances are that was more expensive than the aftermarket price. No, no, the Did aftermarket was twice the price. Fucking so it was something like 1,500 quid to get a retractable tow bar fitted. Right. And it was 900 factory, so he charged us 900. So you got 400 quid off, basically. But then again, you know, it's, he said it's, that's the only way he can do it. I'm just trying to think, actually. He might give us a bit more off. I know he hooked us up with a tow bar, but what I'm saying is I didn't actually get anything off the car. Yeah, the, off the metal. He, off the metal, yeah. He yeah. couldn't discount the car. <clears throat> so um, he helped us out on that. Uh, do you know what? When I got my GT3, I couldn't even get a discounted uh, cover for it or anything. Nothing. Getting nothing off Paul. That's the thing, Absolutely isn't it? Absolutely nothing. If a manufacturer, or even regardless of the manufacturer, because that manufacturer, right, they sell. I think Porsche might own their dealer. No, it's Tesla, isn't it? Is it Tesla that own the dealership? Excuse I don't know. Me, dealerships. I can't remember. Porsche might be. No, no, Porsche is franchised because Jardine Motors own a few. But. It's Stone, isn't it? Porsche. And they do the Ferrari as well. Yeah. Well, I'm um, sure Jardine have got some Porsche um, dealerships. I'm sure they have. Maybe. You know when you're talking to yourself and you forget the camera's rolling yeah. because you're just like pondering to yourself. That's what I'm saying. You were you sat there before going, uh, do, you know what, do you know what we're going to talk about today? Cause, uh, Did I'm, I do that voice though? I'm fucking dead stressed me and, uh, you know, fucking the world. Oh, I didn't say it like that. My life's over. And, I uh, said, what are we going to talk about? And you went, um, th- we've got two hours. Don't yeah. worry about it. That's what but I said. Who, who likes a surprise? I don't want a surprise. I just wanted to know. And you said, oh, we'll talk about this in the background because we've sorted this out. We've not yeah. spoke about it. No, can oh, we, we haven't. Go can on. I, before we talk about this, can yeah. I just tell you a story about my mate um, that went to buy a car? Because you're talking about, I don't know why I thought about this. It was something you said before. And um, Oh, about the guy with shitloads of money that went to buy a car. Yeah. So my mate had a, didn't have a pot to piss in. Literally didn't. Oh, that was it. You know when you said that guy said... I'll have to wait till payday to give you the deposit. Yeah, I got that loads. Literally, shit loads of times that happened. So my mate went to, uh, I think it was Priory in Davium in Manchester. It's not, not the not, Priory is in not not the, um, the nut house. Not the no. Okay. It was um it was a Ford uh, dealer. Yeah. And it's not there anymore. But he bought this uh, X Reg Mondeo. Ooh. And it was like a year old. Beauty. So obviously two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember going in with him, and he was like, "Come, come and have a look at this car." So I went in. And I would already, but that's where I bought my ST170 from. Yeah. So he's like, so he's, he's seen this car in this Monday or whatever. It was. I don't even know what trim level it was. And I don't even remember what price it was. It might have been 10 grand. Woo-hoo. Anyway, he went in and it was a £99 deposit and something like £200 a month. Bargain. And I said to him, Jim, how, you haven't even got any money. How are you going to pay for this car? Oh, no, I'll, I'll sort it out. So anyway, we went, <laughs> we went through all the stuff and he signed all the, and his finance went through. I was like, I was shocked. Yeah. And then the guy was like, right, £99 deposit. And he said, to me, can you bother me £99? <laughs> sort it. <laughs> Little did you know it was you that was going to be... Yeah, I was, I was paying for it. But I paid him this 99 quid deposit. Oh, I'm going to have to try this. And he said, uh, I'll give it back on the payday. Like, <laughs> yeah, I never got it back. No, I think he still owes it me now. And I'm not even joking. He owes me 150 quid. And he's owed it me for about eight years. So it probably is part of that £99. And you know, he never made one payment on that car. Not one payment. Really? And he had it for ages. The bailiffs come, everything. They took the car off him in the end. Didn't make one single payment. And he didn't even pay the deposit either. <laughs> so he got a couple of months driving around in a in a nearly new Mondeo yeah, for yeah. fuck all. So, yeah, anyway. 
Yeah. Let's, let's, it's, uh, it's bad though. A lot of people do that, and the people that have clearly because this guy I can't remember his exact name. It was Steve, Stephen something, but he he sold this shoe factory, and it was like a full on. You know, it wasn't just like a little shoe factory. It was a massive, massive shoe factory. He sold it for million. I'm sure it was like seven point seven point something million. It was all in the paper. Was it Crocs? No, it weren't Crocs. Not sketches either. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know exactly what he. Um, you know, did anyone wear Crocs? Just let us know in the comments. My missus dad does. He loves them. Do you know what? He's got three pairs. One absolute pair of shitters that he wears out in the garden. One all right pair that he wears around the house and that. And if he's just nipping here and, and then one for best. No joke. For, 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 for best? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You nearly fell off your chair then. Yeah. All You've right, met John enough. Taylor. He is the yeah, kind yeah. of person yeah, that I wears John, Crocs yeah. and socks. Though, I you? didn't have him down as that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, he loves his Crocs, mate. They are comfy, to be fair. You just look fucking ridiculous wearing them, don't you? Hey, yeah, have you I'm seen the ones with heels now? You can get Crocs with heels on that women wear. Off. Seriously. Crocs with heels? Yeah, they've got heels on them. Cro proper Crocs with heels on. Have you not seen them? You're having a laugh. No, I thought they'd be that white, white up your street. Why? I don't get... I'm trying to think. Why? Why? <laughs> why would you even have Crocs with heels? I'm just saying. Why would you have Crocs in the first place? Let's be honest. They're still not as bad as them fucking Yeezy things. Can you remember them? Oh. Them sponge foam bubble. Ian wanted to buy some of them out of Vegas when we went. They were like 600 quid equivalent because in the dollars I forget what it's like $800 or something I was like do you know what if they were a bit cheaper like 200 quid yeah get them but 600 quid they look shit yeah they, they look, look like someone's just it's like a horrible material looks like after about five uses it'll all start fraying yeah and everyone's got them as copies so they have They're, hey that's probably a good time to introduce your new dag the dog. Yeah. The dog's outside barking. Anyway. You, you might have heard. He needs to you shut might the have fuck up. <laughs> you might have heard that. What's he barking at? Barking at his own shadow, probably. So we believe that you might have bought a broken dog. This dog cost a couple of quid, didn't he? But, and you had him trained, and it was a lot to train him, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And nothing, like he's not trained, is he? No, he's a dickhead. <laughs> Fucking mong. <laughs> six months, six months old he is, isn't he? Just, yeah, this week. And, um... Yeah, it made me laugh. You fucking it, so it, so he had the simple commands, didn't he? Was it sit, stay, heal, don't jump up, heal, yeah. and recall? He does absolutely zero. Oh, he them. sits and down and stuff like that. He's he bait, he's got a tiny little bit, but no, it was a waste of money training. I might as well have got him six weeks ago and let him fucking jump up everywhere and train him <laughs> ourselves. But in the meantime, while the dog's been here this weekend, yeah, we have been doing this. Uh, the background. Yeah. So if you can see it. There you go. I'll move out a shot a little bit just for this so that you can see properly. So anyone listening <coughs> to this will excuse the next five minutes because we can only show this, obviously, if you're watching it, you can see it. If you're listening, you just have to take our word for it. Yeah. So that big sign in the middle, your guy from the um, from the sign place, <laughs> he did it. From Impact Graphics and Signs, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You you got it done. I don't know. <laughs> I appreciate it being done. Thanks, 100%. Chico. Chico, yeah. And that's another story. Um, I don't know why he's called Chico. We'll I don't think he knows where. We'll get that information out of him. I'll share right. it with you all. Because he's just a normal. He's not like he's not like Mexican or anything, is he? No, no, definitely right. not. No. Anyway, um, so he did that. That looks great. It doesn't look as good on the camera as it does in real life because the light's shining on it. It sort of like glares off, but it does look good you yeah, know, with your own mint. eyes, it, with not looking at it through the camera. So. These two Shelby bags, you don't know where they're from, do you? Well, no. you probably guessed. Well, and them caps. Yeah. Oh, are these from the museum? Yeah, so when I went to Vegas uh, last week, we went in, we did the tour. You get that. It's $50 each for the tour, but you get the bag, 
you get um, you get a little coin as well. Like I don't even know what it is. It's not like it's just a coin, like a steel coin. Right. Um, I, I bought that Shelby Super Snake thing because yeah. I liked it. Yeah. You know, for the podcast studio. Yeah. You get the hats for free. Um, well, you don't. Doing your forty dollars. Doing, doing your fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah. And um, and yeah, you get um, a cup. You get a cup as well. Right. I think they're in the house. I haven't been using that for me for me uh, for me drinks. For your brews? No, for me um, beers. Me beers, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, me me rum, me kraken. Oh, you crack you you you're getting on with that? Yeah. Oh, I finished the bottle anyway. Really? Yeah, smashed it. No Easy. wonder. So you w- woke Pissed up with, like a bear with a sore head this morning. Were you having a few last night? No, no, no. I'm not got a hangover or anything like right. that. It's just just a miserable fucker in general. I'm just miserable as fuck, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a new environment, isn't it? Hey, this isn't that bad up no, here. I'm not talking, oh, this is beautiful. I'm talking about... Company you keep. The company, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that Porsche thing there, yeah, that's got a backstory to it. Everything on here has got a little bit of a backstory to it, but that's probably the funniest. The box. So in there, there's a plaque, a steel... I don't even know what it's made out of. It's heavy. Right. And it's a Porsche. When you buy a GT3, you get it. You might not get it anymore. I don't know. This was like from 2017. So if they still do it, they still do it. You'll get one. All I suggest is if you do do buy, buy a GT3, don't get your wife to do the finance for you. Why? Because she's like, let me buy this car for you. Paint it on fine. I'm painting it myself. <laughs> she, 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 just, um, she just took the finance out. Right. Anyway, because she took the finance out and signed for the car, it comes through in her name. So I've only ever bought one brand new GT3 and the plaques, plaques in my wife's name. name. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's the backstory. Quite funny. If I, I wasn't too impressed at the time, but he said we can't do anything about it. We can't send it back. Because no. it's all it's engraved in, isn't it? Wow. So, um, yeah, the um, the other bits. I, don't, I feel like we've said this before. Did what? we say it on the behind the scenes on the podcast? We did, yeah. So a yeah. few people um, will have seen that, but not everybody watches the little videos, the little okay. sort of behind the scenes stuff that I put on. So maybe I don't I don't really know, but there's obviously plates from the cars that we've got. The EU07 YPX, that's the original plate to the RS4 Saloon. And then we've got the, um, I don't even know why that's up. That's just there to neg us out, isn't it? The Focus one, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, Is I, that what happened when you walked up here? You saw that and was like, fucking, fucking blue British gas van bastard. I think, to be honest, just one of them days today, it's fucking pissing down outside. It's miserable as fuck. The dog rang through the house and fucking shitted it all up with his shitty feet. And it's just like, you've done a day's work before you... It's like having kids. Well, we did say this, though, didn't we? Yeah. When you got the dog, I was like, you're definitely going to be running around after... Because he's a six-month-old baby, really. Yeah. So... It is what it is. He's just, just leaving it to your it. wife, though. You did say... Listen, this dog's nothing to do with me, but I can see you getting emotionally attached to the dog already. Yeah, I like animals, yeah. Well, who doesn't? No one. You know? Yeah. My missus so. doesn't. She'd shit herself if she saw Buddy. <laughs> no, dogs, they're cute, aren't they? So, you know, he's um, he's just a puppy. He's affectionate when he wants to be, and then he's a little dickhead <laughs> when he's not running around shitting the house up and then putting his paws on the doors, then putting his paws on the back window. You know, I've got that Starlink, you know, the satellite, the yeah. Tesla thing, um, Elon Musk. The wire is running from the window because the guys, when they do the CCTV, they're going to drill me a hole and fix it up properly. But at the moment, it comes out of the window dangling down across the garden because it needs a, a free line of sight. So I'll just put it at the back of the patio. Anyway, the wire's running for a while and I'm surprised he's not chewed through it because it's in your sight. It's like the wire's yeah. thick because it uses, believe it or not, quite a lot of power that. Um, so the wire's pretty thick, and I was like, you're going to bite through that. He's not touched it, luckily enough. 
there's still well, there's time. time. There. there is time, yeah. So what else have we got to... Uh, obviously, the Evil GTR number plate, everybody knows that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Evil GT 50k, your mate Dan got it for us. He did. He got me a 25k one, and I don't know where it is. It'll be in the house somewhere. I've just not really got round to having a look to where it is. But when we hit 25k, he bought us that. We obviously didn't have any anywhere to put it or anything to put it on, whereas now we can show stuff like that off. But yeah. when I find that 25k one, we'll put that one up somewhere as well. And hopefully there's a 75k one and then 100k. And then when we get the, the plaque the actual YouTube plaque, that'll be up there somewhere. I don't want to sound like pessimistic, but we ain't hitting 100k this century. Do you reckon? It's going so slow. It is, it is bad, isn't it? You wonder why, um, you wonder what it is. I mean, obviously, we knew that we was always going to be controversial as YouTubers because we don't take anything seriously. And the, and the car people, not all of them, most of them are sound like you boys and girls, but the car people in general are quite sort of serious anoraks, aren't they? Yeah, I don't so, think we do ourselves any favours the way we do the videos because there's a lot of people out there probably want seriousness. Yeah. Well, and we can't we can't give that to you, unfortunately. No, no, there's other people that do that. Although you're being quite serious now. Your face is quite a serious yeah, face. It's it's sad saddens me to think we can't be serious. But I'm serious in my other job. Yeah. So I don't want to be serious in this no. in this hobby as I class this as it's just a hobby. Um I enjoy doing it. It's like passes the time away. Yeah. And uh, we have some fun along the way, which uh, we document obviously in the videos, but um, I don't want to be serious. I want to, I want to take the piss. I want to have a laugh. I want to do what, if me and you went out doing a car thing, we wouldn't be serious if we, if we wasn't videoing it. So why shouldn't we, why should we be serious when we videoing it? There's no point. We definitely wouldn't be, no. But hey, talking about doing road trips, what are we doing at the end of May? We are going on the SSOC Euro trip, yeah. and it's all over Europe. You've guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> There's quite a lot. Yeah, I'll tell you where we're staying, actually. Yeah, mate. We're yeah. going here. There's so, a donkey in here. While you're looking at that, I'll yeah. tell you the bit I know. Um, I don't know what date it starts on, and I forgot the date as well, but it's at the end of May. Do you want me to tell you what 28th, that is? 28th, is it, or something? I think, it, yeah, 28th. Tuesday? Saturday, the 28th of right, May. There you go, I'm well off. Yeah. So, Saturday, so we get up... Um, and we're going to drive south. And that's all I know. How many Fs are in south? South. We're going to go down to south London. Well, Kent it is. Yeah, that's <coughs> around that area. That's within E. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yes, we're starting off in Kent. And then we're getting on the Eurostar over to... Is it the Eurostar? You can get a car on the Eurostar, can't you? Yeah, yeah I believe uh, so. Over yeah. to where France, obviously. And then driving through. And then the next stop is in Stuttgart. Okay. And then Basel. Yep. Then... Meeringen, yeah, it's just Meeringen. Yeah, Meeringen. Everyone knows where that is. uh, Saint Moritz. I've heard of it. No idea. Is that on the coast? That no idea, mate. Sure, it is. Sounds sounds posh. I fucked geography off in year nine. It was shit. Yeah, Uh, Bolzano. (laughs) Bolzano. Bolzano. That doesn't even sound like a real place. Um, Koch, Kochash. Yeah, Kochash. Then Munich, and then Bruges. Okay, so, so that's taking nine nights, nine nights which mm. is 10 days of driving. Now, we did the Canon Run last year, and that was about the same, but there was only six days of driving, and we did 1,700 miles, and it was, it was yeah, there was a lot of driving. And the reason we're going on this one is because uh, one of the lads that went on that, um, he's part of this SSOC supercar. Supercar Science Owners Club, it actually yeah. isn't even a thing. It's not even a club they started the SSOC as a bit of a... It was just like um, 
it was just a group of mates and then they just took the piss and called it the SSOC and it's not even a it's not even a thing it's not something you can pay to be in it's it's not it's, it's not basically like that. Uh, Do you know what I mean it sounds a bit it sounds a bit I don't know what it sounds like it sounds a bit gay because mm. you're invited into it not really, you're no. You're invited into it, aren't you? Not really, no. You're not it's in- like a bit like... Um, no. It's a club, isn't it? No, not really, Well, no. how can you get in it? If it's you don't get invited in, how do you get into you it? You don't get into it. Well, that's the whole idea. Well, it's how do not you get into it? You so, don't. So if you can't get into it, how do you get into it? No, that's what I'm saying. You don't get... Well, how no are we in invited. it? How are we in it? Because we went on the Marbella trip with Si. Right, well, there's other people in it that are going on that trip that wasn't on the Marbella trip. But they're trip. just mates from... They're just mates well, that's from... They've all known each other for a long, long, long time. You have to be a mate. Potentially, yeah. But I don't. But this is what I'm saying. Like, it's not even a thing to. It's not even a thing to be in. Do you know what I mean? It, well, that's what I'm you saying. You literally just it's, be added to a WhatsApp group. Well, you're in a. You're in it then, aren't you? You're in a WhatsApp group. You're in <laughs> yeah. something. How you've got to be in it to be in it. How do you? How how are you in it? I don't know. How do you get in it? You get in it by being by being friends. So you get invited on a trip. That's what I'm saying. Don't. It, it sounds argumentative. I want to know how we're in it. We got invited off the cannon run. Because Siddy was on it, yeah. and I knew Siddy f- briefly from Ooh, before. Friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a bit gay, isn't it? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so it's a gay little trip around uh, Europe. I think it'll be sound. I mean, we're taking the, the t- we're taking the wenches, aren't we? Missus oh, yeah. is coming. I forgot about that. Yeah. So we Your had a missus bit, is coming. Yeah, we had a bit of um, when I went on the cannon run. My missus was like, "The thing is with the cannon running is it fucked up big style." So when we booked it. Our missus was supposedly meeting us in Marbella. Now, the women love Marbella, don't oh, they? Oh, yeah. You know, you've got the, the marina, you've got all the shopping. It's it's one of them flash places. Yeah. Show off, Instagram thing. Not that our missus are like Instagrammers, no. but you know what I mean. Um, but anyway, it's a, it's a nice, posh place. So, but because COVID hit, it all got knocked on the head. Yeah. So when we went, there was something about they couldn't go. I think... Whatever it was, it all went tits up and they couldn't go. So we just went. And my missus was like, oh, you've been gone a long time, missed you and all that. And I was like, yeah, because I expect you to be miss me because I'm amazing. So <laughs> Top knobhead. It was only because you missed the credit card. That's it. I took it, it with me. <laughs> so uh, she was like, oh, you're not going to go again, are you? And so, look, if I go again, you can come with me because we'll work out something where you can meet us because COVID, hopefully that never happens again where, you know, it goes belly up. Yeah. So I've said this last year, and this one we're not staying anywhere. In when we went on the SSOC, when we went on the Cannon Run, we had we got to Marbella after six days, and we stayed in Marbella for three days. Was yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was something like we stayed an extra day, didn't we? We stayed an extra day. Yeah. I don't know why we stayed an extra day, but why did we stay an extra? I don't day? know. I don't really know. That hotel was quite nice, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, we had a bit of. Um, you know, time to bow, ourselves. Bow, 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 <laughs> it was bow, as well. Bow. I think I got more pissed at the end than I did on yeah, the way. Because it smashed up in uh, Marbella. Absolutely smashed. There's one night um, when I went back, when the fire alarm went off. Oh, yeah. And I was... Um, I was still out then, when I? I yeah, I was, I was just destroyed that day. It was about day, 10 o'clock, wasn't it, when you got back? Yeah, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got back in at half seven. What? Seriously, yeah. In the evening? Yeah, yeah. I was, half past I was, seven. I was dying. I was dying. So, so the next day we left and Proper we went to this other one. day you are, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the way I do it, innit? You've got to save money for these budgets. I knew it was moving house, even back then. So um, we went to this other hotel. And it's winding me up now why we went to this other hotel. Oh, that... Oh, I don't know. Anyway, the hotel we were staying in on the Cannon Run. So we got there 
And we thought, because we was on the Canon run, they'd, they'd hook us up with a price. The price for the uh, La Quinta, fuck me, it was expensive. Oh, yeah, well expensive. It was like 300 quid a night. <clears throat> and it was like, it ain't, you know, in our opinion, it wasn't 300 quid a night. No, it was Love a nice it. guy. It was a really, really nice hotel. If you ever see it on a deal, you know, it is a good hotel. I'd go there again mm. if it was the right price. But it was like 300 quid for one night. I think it might have even been more than that, you know. It might have even been more like 380 or something. It was yeah. 300 and something. Yeah. So we were like, no way are we paying that. Because um, it was just overpriced in our opinion. Yeah. But we thought we were going to get some sort of like discount because we was on the camera and we got nothing. Um. So we moved on. We moved to one that was like half the money. And it was still really nice. And it? it was just as good. That bar on the beach... I could have literally just sat there for hours and hours and hours. Oh, we did, didn't we? Mm. So the day we were coming home, there was there was literally five minute walk down the bit, um, and it was like one of them typical beach shack bars, but it dead nice, dead yeah. clean and everything. It wasn't like a shithole. We sat there and drank um, a few beers before we got on the plane because we were waiting to go because we had our cases, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. We were waiting to get on the um, get the the taxi to the airport. Yeah. So uh, I mean, we didn't realize actually anyone been to Marbella. Uh, it's miles from Alicante, isn't it? Yeah. No, sorry, no, it's not Alicante. It's um, Malaga, sorry. Malaga Airport we got on that, wasn't it? Sounds about right. Yeah, so anyway, the nearest airport. I think and, it was Malaga, yeah. And we were like, yeah, because we went, to, we we come from Alicante, didn't we, the day before or whatever it was. Yeah. But we um, we was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll just go to the airport. And we didn't realise it was miles away. And there was traffic as well. Bad. And we, I was like, fuck me, we're going to miss the plane here. Anyway, we got through the traffic, someone had broke down. And then we got to it, but yeah, we didn't, we, I don't think we give ourselves, if I was, if my missus was with us. Oh, she'd have been flapping. She gets there five hours before, you know, <clears throat> yeah. if she's going to like Edinburgh. She is. Do you know what? For someone who hates flying, she's terrified of missing the plane, <laughs> isn't she? Oh, she hates it, yeah. Got to be in the queue, got to get this. The plane's going nowhere. <laughs> just um, <clears throat> just chill out. But no, it was, a, it was a really, really good trip, that. Do you know what? In actual fact, we're going to... Can we tell people that we're doing a podcast oh. with Jay? Uh, yeah, well, if he knows about it, does he know about yeah, it? Yeah, I spoke to him. He, sound, he right? said he's got the... So we're going to take all this equipment, all the lights, the cameras, stuff. Not this stuff, though. We're we'll, going to we'll take leave. the action, though. We'll, leave. we'll take the action, of course. We, yeah, of course we will. But uh, Jay's... We're going down to do a video at um, what is known as Canon Run HQ. So it's Jay's, Jay's house. Um, and uh, it's massive, apparently. He's got all kinds of stuff there. He's got a tank... Um, a tank. He's got a tank, yeah. So we're definitely having a go in that. He's got the new V8 Defender, which nice. will be good for you to test drive because you want one of them, don't you? Well, I don't. It's misses once. He's got a twin turbo Aventador. He has got that. We're definitely having a go in that. That'll be broke. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, it was broke every time we've done a cannon run. I've never seen it working. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got a Supra. He's got loads of different shit that we can all just go and have a fuck. He's got quads, mm. so we better change, take a change of clothes because chances are we're going to get shitted up. Okay, I can manage that. But uh, yeah, I spoke to him and said, "Do you reckon we can spare an hour or two and um, and do a podcast?" And he's like, "Fuck yeah, let's do it." So we'll. Um, I hope he knows what's what's said on a podcast stays on a podcast. That's it, isn't it? So when you open your mouth, you're gonna make sure that what comes out. Yeah. That's why you'll see some hesitation sometimes from us. <laughs> and we're like, mm, should, I, should I say? Well, fuck it, I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be the same for him as well, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But um, do you know what? It'll be interesting to get um, uh, some. I don't know a, a chat with Jay behind because he comes across when you see Jay on on the Canon Run stuff. You look at him and think, oh, fucking hell, he's he's going to be a difficult guy to have a pint with. And that's because he's he's like, 
cannon run. He's jumping up and down on the back of his Lambo. He's loud. He's, you know, that's like, that's the cannon run vibe. But I spoke to him at um, Tracks when we went to Silverstone. That little video I put out with Dan, uh, it was only a little 10 minute. But we spent most of the, most of the day with um, Jay and his missus. And you know what? Like he, he couldn't be further from that. That's like his cannon run character. Mm. He's actually a really sound guy. He's, he's had, he's got a cool story. So you're saying his cannon run character is an obad? Um, no, his cannon run character is is. How would you describe it? it like if I if I if he was like that all the time, and that's the only person that you ever got to see. It's like my dad. I can only You're do my dad. dad's a knobhead. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I can only do my dad in small doses. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, is just... that why you don't see him that much? But do you know what, though? I'm, I reckon we're exactly the same. People will look at us and, and go, oh, fucking hell. Um, Lee will neg you out in like 30 seconds. So <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, I don't, you know I mean? like, I'm a knobhead, but I don't think I have any times when I'm not. That's true. So yeah. at least someone like Jay's like not a knobhead all the time. No, it, honestly. And your dad's... Not a knobhead all the time. No, that's true. He's not. This, I'm, but I'm, we are very similar. Knobhead, 100%. Knobhead, 100%. <laughs> that's probably why we get on so well. We can tolerate each other's yeah, knobheads. We both know we're knobheadedness. No, it'd be, it'd be harsh to say that Jay was a knobhead in in the canon run. Um, and he'll, I reckon he'll say the same thing. I don't know if he will, because we've not had this conversation. But um, he, it, when he's sort of on his own and you're just chatting or having a few beers or whatever, he couldn't be any more different. He's, he's just normal. The, the thing is with Jay is... Um, we got off on the wrong foot because we we booked the trip, then COVID hit, and then there was all messing about with rearranging it and we couldn't make it, and there was a bit of a problem. Um, and it all got sorted out, and it's fine. Everything's fine now. But the thing is with Jay is, Cannon Run Jay, is it's a business. Yeah. So he's, he's stressed out. You're dealing with all these people that have got millions, driving around these supercars, being fucking dickheads, you know, getting them banned from hotels, throwing plates off balconies. You was fucking part of that last I year. I didn't throw one, though. You were there. I was there and saw it. You it were was, there. I mean, I... You put it on Instagram. Bearing in mind... I, I know I did. I should not so, have done that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but bearing in mind, I was like, how many beers? I was fucking Oh, smashed. so that's that it. It's night. fine. You, you were pissed. No, I'm just saying that a lot... a lot, You let a lot slide when you've had a few beers, don't you? You know, I didn't yeah, get... I didn't throw plates. any plates. Like, I didn't... And if I had done, I'd have paid for them. Uh, but I didn't yeah. throw any. But um, you were like, yeah, go on, lads, oh, go on, cool. fucking yeah, throw it, cool. throw it. Like, Hold it, on a minute, let me record. I just thought, well, it's not me gonna, that's going to get fucked for it, is it? But when you've had a fucking skinful, you're but just that's like, the thing. I don't give a fuck. Because Jay doesn't even, I don't even think he drinks, does he? Not, so no, he's not he, even in part of all this fucking about. No, he so goes he get, to bed early. He probably gets up in the morning and thinks, fucking hell, we can't come back here. Yeah. So he's probably fed up with all the fucking Muppets yeah. doing all the shit. But the thing is, it's his own fault because... He, he bigs this cannon run up as it's going off and it fucking goes off. Yeah, it does. And that's the problem. When it goes off, then you get banned from hotels. So he's, <laughs> he's, he's created his own he's monster. He's created his own problem, yeah. <laughs> but it is a mad, it is a mad trip and shit going on. I mean, I couldn't even fucking keep up, to be honest, but you was out till God knows what time. Oh, yeah. And if you want that kind of stuff, I was more interested in like, I love a beer. I love a beer, me. Yeah. But up until about half seven. Up until about half seven, quarter to eight, yeah. <laughs> so I was more interested in the production side of it, having fun driving it and doing it. I was like, I like, like having a beard, but I've got a cut-off point. I can't sort of like go, I just, I wouldn't, because I was, I was driving most of the mornings, was I? 
I, I must have done because you fucking hell, you was not getting into half three, so I must have been driving. Although did you was angry in the morning? Yeah, but that that the one in Barcelona when we was in Barcelona, and I we, I mean we stayed up till we were out till very oh, very I went, late. I stayed up till quarter past twelve. Yeah, but the, oh, you did actually. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. You, you got in at half four though. Yeah, it was quite late. But the thing is, one of the mornings, the, the you know the RS four does actually drink some juice. Yeah, so we was like. Um, we need to go to the petrol station. It didn't matter. He just bre- breathed into the tank. <laughs> it and it was off, just like, we've got another 20 miles. Running off my breath. <laughs> um, but we couldn't get you out of bed. I know, Can you yeah. remember? I, know, I was yeah. up. I'd been to get some breakfast, a brew, sorting myself right out. Yeah. Come on, Leroy, what are you doing? He, he, he texted me or rang me. He was like, we're going in 15 minutes. I said, I'm still in bed. I'm not even had a shower. I was like, you could have given me the fucking heads up. So bearing in mind, when we was on the cannon run, right, he's like taking a piss out of me. Um, oh, you, you went in early. Doesn't sound like something I would do that. <laughs> I'm ever the professional. At the time, I was the number one main editor, right, basically, because we didn't have anyone else. Yeah. So I edited some fil- uh, some um, films. Fucking hell, it wasn't a film. <laughs> so I, I, edit, I edited three episodes. Yeah. Of the, there was seven days, right? Yeah. Because uh, we had the day when we went to meet everybody at the party and then, it, then we had six days uh, driving. That's why it was seven. So I think I got the first three days on cause I was itching to get this out. Cause I thought, well, you know, we're having fun. It's a good, we had a few issues. Um, the car was, you know, it got there, but you know, a couple of oil lights and brake lights and high temps and other shit that went wrong with it. I think there was an oil. <clears throat> we had to fill it with oil. Yeah. So there was no guarantee this car was going to make it. Kept thinking we had a flat tire for some weird reason. The tire, TPS, TPS light, yeah, yeah, light was coming on, and then it negs you out. You know, when you get that light, you think, "Have we got? A, have we got a puncher?" And then you're pulling over in the middle of nowhere. Really, Giving I'm thinking the tires a bit of a kick. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, so I wanted to get this out. So that's why I was happy going back back to the room a little bit earlier and just like I was doing the editing because I enjoyed doing that. I can't believe you're using that as Fucking an excuse hell. to get if, back to the room. If it wasn't, that'd still be waiting to be edited now. <laughs> Off, mate. You say I am the professional. <laughs> he he just fucking turns up on the. He loves these trips, you know. Because oh, all he has to yeah. do is go on Instagram. Yeah. Talk to all these bitches on there, just like, <laughs> oh yeah, I was seeing you on seeing you on the cannon run. Oh, you look so sexy. And he's just Standard. like, yeah, I'll have that. I'll have that, yeah. mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Standard. Tick, yeah. tick. Follow back. I'll go on your OnlyFans. Everything like that. <laughs> Oh, fucking, you're so full of shit. <laughs> I can't believe you're using the editing of the videos as an excuse for getting back to the room so early every night. Yeah, not every night, because like I say, Barcelona, I, I hit Quote, it. Past 12, you fucking Do rebel. you know what that was the ironic thing? What? That I hit it the hardest in Barcelona, which is the most expensive place we went <laughs> yeah, to. it was. But when we was out with uh, with all the lads, like City and um, basically everybody in our little group that I think everyone's going on this SSO yeah, as well. Yeah, Shents and Shents um, and Gary well, Shents got us in that place, didn't it? Because he knew the guy. Yeah, it was like massive bottle of um, Grey Goose. Goose. There might be a picture of me on Instagram with that somewhere. Yeah, and um, I fuck, I don't even know how much it was thousand dollar uh, thousand euros or something. I was like, I'm not even. Get, I don't even like it. I'm not even getting involved. Even though I did have a go of it on another and you, hotel, and you liked it, and it was all right. Yeah, but at the time, I was like, I'm not a vodka person. So they was bringing it out and I'm like, this bill's going to be big. And you know what you're saying about like people who've earned a few quid mm-hmm. don't like to spend it. Mm-hmm. I just think people who've earned some money don't like to waste it. Yeah, but then if you've had a good night, is that wasting it? Well, even you said when that guy brought them three women over, yeah, that's you were di- like, fucking 
don't be giving them that vodka. Yeah. You know what I mean? But because then, this was like, worked out God knows how much a glass of vodka, you know, like the shot of vodka in it. It worked it out about expensive. the same as if you'd have bought them separately, to be fair. We worked yeah. it out. It was about the same as if you'd have bought them separate. But everyone's opinion, everyone's idea of a good night is different, isn't it? So mm-hmm. I'm not looking to, not that I'd have any chance anyway, but I'm not looking to get myself laid on trips like that. So my idea of a good time is to have a good good laugh with the lads, few beers, and uh, and that's exactly what happened. The second then that um, uh, one of the guys was bringing, because uh, we was in like this little, can you even call it a VIP it was a, bit? It was a corner. It was it on was a like higher a level. Off. There was like a uh, bouncer at the the thing one where the steps were, so you couldn't just get up. And because Mike used to go in there, he used to live in Barcelona, he he knew the guy and he was yeah. like all huggy and so he obviously knew him and he said he put us in this nice spot out of the way and it was a good spot. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so it was sound, it's comfy and it was, you yeah, know, was you good. weren't getting mired by people because obviously all of our fans and thinking we're celebrities and that. Right, and so, um, so uh, the, this one of the lads just bought these two birds up and all of a sudden started pouring them fucking vodka out of the bottle and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I ain't for them. I won't. Yeah. You know, and and they were like, "Ah, oh, don't worry, I'll cover it. I'll co- I'll I'll cover theirs. I'll cover theirs." We're like, "You fucking right, you will as well." <laughs> Chipping in towards a big bottle of vodka is, for you to then start giving away to other people. Do I don't I mean? even know what what was happening. They just come over, sat there, and nothing was said. No, like the guy was really just just sat there. Nothing was happening. Not as if he was. You couldn't hear anything anyway. Was no. that noise in there? Yeah, it was it just was. like. So they've come over, got the free drinks, and then they fucked off. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what's like, the point? Well, this is this is for you know for people who are looking to. To, you know, yeah, obviously, um, have a, have take a, that to the next level. Have a good night. Whereas, you know, for other people, I hope my missus is watching this. For other people, we're not, you know, no, to be fair, that's not like, for us, is it? No, we're not interested because but, um, at the end of the day, we're happily married. And I like me tallywhacker where it is. <laughs> get fucking <laughs> and be, chopped off. And to be honest, I'm past all that shit now anyway. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't even be asked. And it comes down to this, the, the thing with a lot of people. Um, when you've been in relationships and stuff, if you come out of a relationship, the last thing you want to do, unless you're younger, is get back into another one. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, I'm fucking staying single for a long time, <laughs> mate. I'm going to take my time because um, it's nice probably just to have your own time. Yeah. So the last thing you want, I mean, one woman's fucking hard enough, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Why would you want to be like, you know, these other uh, like countries that it's okay to have like more than one wife? Oh, yeah, yeah. Why would you even, why? I don't know. I don't know why you would want to do that. Hard <laughs> enough, we won in it. Like Abib in an awesome GTI, we're doing that on a Friday. We're doing another. We're going to awesome GTI, and we're going to try and get as many people on as possible. Yeah. Now I have to stress, I'm not being racist saying saying this in any in any way, but I'm talking about his race. So in in his race, <coughs> um, you can have more than one wife if yeah. you can afford it, right? Well, you have to. Well, how he put it was, which is fucking bang on right as well. You are allowed to, but you. Like you have to devote. It's not just money. Can I just stop? Sorry, when I say race, money. I mean like religion, religion yeah, not it, race. As a Muslim, yeah. yeah. So it isn't just money. So it's time, um, like effort, devotion, love. You have to. You have to. So if you've got one wife, you. The only way you can have another wife is if you you treat them exactly the same. So you can't. You know, money wise, love wise, time wise, everything has to be then divided up accordingly. You can't just be like. I'd, I'm out at that point. I'm with her five days a week and only two days a week. You can't do that. So, you know. Well, I got it as he was saying, as long as you can afford it, which... No one can afford it. Surely not. The thing is, it'd be like like going in for a Ferrari. 
in my opinion. Walk in, I'm like, I can't afford that. I just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> I go back to my uh, single turbo instead of my twin turbo. <laughs> but you know. you, I don't even get it. I don't get, I don't want to get onto like, you know, what is it? What's that? What's that poly? Is it poly something when you have more than one? wife or husband oh, i don't know never heard of that anyway um probably some i can't remember um louis through did a thing on it years ago right um went to america they're all fucking nutters over there aren't they? oh yeah loads well yeah they don't even have to be like Mer- americans have got loads of girlfriends and like some, oh, yeah, and they, some thing they is. love the swinging and shit don't they yeah but the thing is well we saw that cruise ship remember oh, yeah 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 fucking yeah in um, st martin <laughs> jesus christ that royal caribbean opened our caribbean, eyes that or caribbean however it's pronounced if you get to go on one of them and you like a bit of swinging, get on it. Oh, yeah. Because they were on it. They were like, I mean, I don't even think they bothered with keys in a bowl, did they? It was just a free-for-all. I mean, I'd, I'd, I've never seen anything like it. And I've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. We was in that bar. If anyone's ever been to St. Martin, you look at the beach and then you're looking, if you were looking out to sea, the beach is on your right. So that bar where you would be stood there just a bar well it's the bar so just to cut across it it's, it's the beach where the planes come really I can't remember what the beach was called no but it's where the planes come really low over the beach onto the runway uh, so that for those who would know would then have a better yeah. idea as to where the bar is so if, if you're ever like if you see a royal if it's like saying this is ridiculous if you're ever in, if you're ever in St. Martin like loads of people go but if you're ever there and there's a Royal Caribbean boat in go to that bar if you're into oh, that yeah. kind of thing yeah if you're into the swinging, because it was going off. And it was in the daytime. We left at like four o'clock because we had to be back on the ship because um, obviously it fucks off, doesn't it? And at half five, six o'clock. I didn't want to be get stuck in St. Martin. Didn't look like there was much there, did there? Other than a load of pairs of tits. <laughs> yeah, they were just all topless and everything. Just, just walking str- around. strolling around the bar with no top And on. the thing is, then they put the top on and then someone would be like, oh, can you get a selfie with every, like a group, not a selfie, but take a picture. And the before of them, and it like tops off again. It's like just leave your top on for a minute. It's just like you know, get a picture with your top on, and then maybe get a picture with your top off. And you've got both, then, haven't you? You know, you can pick. Did you get any pictures when you know your family? Did you get any pictures when you went to the Caribbean? Nana can show you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. So taking around to your mum and dad's house. <laughs> did you get any nice holiday snaps? Yeah, uh... I, I did get a few, but I can't show you. It'd be like, get some safe for work stuff, and then not safe for work. In it, this, um, this, it was mad. And do you know what was even more mad? I thought they were all like middle aged. It weren't like they were students or or college people. They were all, they all looked like they'd got two or three kids. Oh, they were all um, 30, like late thirties, early forties. Were definitely they? in the forties. Mad, I would say some of them mad. was in the fifties. Yeah, some of them were. Yeah, they're the ones where they were a bit titties were a bit lower down. But <laughs> well, there was this guy. There was this. They were sat on like a, a, a typical. I know the bit you were going to say, like a, like a pub bench. Yeah, like a pub thing. bench when you've got like you can yeah. two on either side. And he sat this. there, out. So the bench is here, and he just sat there. She sat next to him and grabs his nuts. <laughs> I was like, they're not even together. No, they weren't because you sat like people watching, aren't you? Yeah. And um, I was like, I'm sure he that one's with. And then you're looking at him and thinking, don't know that was. It's just a free for all, isn't it? Yeah, it looked class. I don't know how much. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much. <laughs> I don't know how much it is for this Royal Caribbean uh, boat, but I know was, it was parked next to ours, and I just wanted a gander. Yeah, it was. I, I just wanted to go nice. and have a wander yeah. around. Imagine what it's like of an evening on that boat. Oh, um, I tell you what, <laughs> that's that was just like the that was the starters. Yeah, it was because this, like I was saying, this all started going off at two o'clock. So it started off, right, 
there was a load of them start coming in because we got there at 12 because we was off the boat. But I was like, I want to go down, watch these planes and just chill out. So we got there at 12 o'clock at one, half one-ish. You could see a few more people coming in. And there was like um, this this woman coming, looked a bit lesbian. So there's a bit of lesbian action going on. There was. And, um, you know, you're just on looking. You can't really look because we were looking right there. It was right in the line of view. It wasn't like oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. was it? Yeah. Anyway, everyone was watching him. So it was like, mm, it's a bit inappropriate. You know, because it was just a normal bar, wasn't it? I don't know if there's any kids there or not. But There was. I saw the yeah, other well, one was, or two, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't like an adult only. No. Oh, no, no kids allowed. So, and we were like, oh, fair enough. Whatever floats your boat. A bit of lesbian action on, um, I don't even what day it was, yeah. like a random Thursday afternoon. Then that just opened the floodgates, didn't it, for all of them? Oh, yeah. And then they were all like just walking around and just it was mental. They didn't even have enough time to get pissed, did they? It wasn't even mm. like you can go, oh, we all got, you know, it all got a bit leery because we were all smashed. They were just fucking strolling around, grabbing each other's dicks and with the chebs <laughs> out. But I mean, can you imagine on that ship of an evening? Imagine the amount of lost property they've got in there. Oh, Jesus with people just Christ. taking shit off and leaving it in bars and that. I mean, I can imagine that boat when you get on, you know, you get assigned a cabin. <laughs> you don't get one on there. It don't matter. Doesn't matter. Just take, pick which one you want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, it I'd never been on a cruise ship before, and after seeing that, I was like, "Is this all? Is this normal? This?" No, it's uh, it was mad, and I thought it was the Europeans that was you know was adventurous. <sighs> but the Yanks didn't give a fuck, did they? They're on Fair another play they're, to them. They're on another. Le- I know, like in Europe, like you'll go. And like France and stuff, and Germany, and I think it's the Dutch. Like nudity's not really; they're not asked. No. Like we're we're very prudish here, aren't we in the UK? Yeah. But you'd expect, like you think, Americans maybe are a bit the same. They're not. No, no, they don't give they're a They just, they just as. In fact, like the Europeans, not bothered about nudity, but the Americans, they're doing the sexual side of nudity as well. Yeah. Because obviously the swinging and stuff. So uh, yeah, they're fucking out there, well on it, but. You know, each to their own. If they enjoyed their holiday, that's the main thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, put it this way. I understand now why there is so much porn that comes out of America. Oh, yeah, there needs to. There needs to, like, keep them lot going. Suppress it. Yeah. Just, this is just, like, something... They're just happy to... Like, getting paid for it's a bonus because we was yeah, going to exactly. crack on with this shit anyway. <laughs> they're like, Fucking man. if you make it, we will consume it. <laughs> just crack on. Fucking nuts. It was good, that, though. That was a good uh, It was a good trip. Them, uh, the Americans in that bar, fucking hell. And as always, else. We just I don't even know what we're talking about now. So I don't know where we're up to. We went off on one again then, didn't we? We go off on one every time. Somebody ju- I was just reading the comments and somebody just said, um, what was it? Yeah. Um, where's it gone? Oh, yeah. I'll talk about that in a bit. Off on a tangent we go. <laughs> <laughs> but then somebody else has just said, um, COVID- Colin Trainer. Yep. Now, because you can't hear people's tone of voice, I don't know whether he's joking or not. I assume he's, well, I assume he's not joking because there's loads of question marks after it. He seems quite angry. But on the last podcast, do you remember us talking about, um, I think it might have been Ryanair, aeroplanes, and how Ryanair's cheap, but obviously there's an Irish, you know, I was just taking the piss out of the fact that there was, could be an Irish pilot and you didn't yeah, want to wear a banter. It's a fucking joke, right? Yeah. Um, everyone knows that people take the piss out of the Irish. And yeah, everyone takes the piss out of the English. It's a running joke. It's Scottish. Just, Scottish is tight. Irish is stupid. <laughs> it's it, isn't it? And English are just arrogant, fucking pissed up bellends, yeah? yeah. Exactly. But this guy said, loving the podcast, lads. 
But all the hate on the Irish is shit, in my opinion. <laughs> all the hate. Ben's pathetic attempt at an Irish accent was unbelievable. What is your problem with the Irish? <laughs> it's a joke. Come on. Fuck Come on. Me. Come on, Colin. <laughs> Calm down, mate. We're only having a laugh. Fucking hell. A bit, a bit of banter in it. It's Do a you know fucking what? joke, man. I want to hear what we'd say off camera. I know. To other people we'd we'll then. You know, it's fucking just a bit hell. of a laugh, isn't it? Anyway. Jeez. Can't please everybody. No, but it, it, like. I don't know. You know when somebody, somebody's always going to get offended by something, aren't they? Because with us, probably, yeah. I mean, if somebody was saying, somebody messaged us. They weren't offended by it, but they were like, "Just go steady with the with the M word." No one's fucking dropping the M bomb every two seconds, and then I N M definitely not the N bomb. Definitely not saying that word. What, Hell no. Oh, the mong. Why have you got to go and say that? I didn't. I thought you meant the N word. Then I thought no, we don't. We don't say that. Definitely not. No. And yeah, we can't say it. We're not black, are we? No. If we were black, we could say it. Uh, do you know what? Even if I was, I wouldn't say it because I you just don't what? think it's a very nice word. Yeah, but black people say it like you're one of the gang, aren't you? If you get called a, an, an N. <laughs> I'm I'm even more uncomfortable with this subject than I was with the last one. <laughs> I I um I think I should have been black actually. Chicken. Yeah, because I love I love like the black like you know. Yo, bruv. You do walk like you've got a brick in your shoe as well. You know, like you've got a weak knee. Well, you've got the gangster walk. <laughs> no, but if I was black, I could actually do the sea walk. <laughs> you could you know do what I, mean? it. I, I can't do it. I'm not even going to attempt it. It'd be, no. it'd be a ridiculous attempt. You would look fucking stupid. That. Although it'd, look, it'd be fitting if you was to get out of your AMGs. Oh, yeah. You'd get out of your C63 yeah, yeah. with, your, with well, your, your man bag. Yeah, talking, yeah. yeah. Right across here. Yeah. I could be the... Um, I could be the 01925 number one. <laughs> like Michael Shoeblacker. He's 0161's number one. The 0161's number 01925 one. 01925's number one. <laughs> oh, do you know what? Michael Shoeblacker, he, he he's a cool guy, you know. He is. He's His good, actual he's content um, is similar to DMOs. Um, very gangster. Yeah. Yo, bruv, cuz, nephew. But he's know, a cool guy. But... We've met him a few times and he's actually sound. He's not a, you know, I'm not saying DMO isn't. We've never met him, but they've got this persona on camera. It's very, um, well, gangster, isn't it? Yeah. You know, going out at night, every video is at the night time. Yeah. We never do a video at the night. No. He'd, he'd be like, you want to come out at seven o'clock and do this video? I'd be like, fuck that, I'm watching TV, mate. Sitting it, I'm usually about four or five bottles deep by then. Yeah. What the fuck do I want to go I mean, out for? What do these people do in the daytime? I don't do they just know. sleep all day? Must do. We get on it. I mean, this is we're doing it. We're in the morning, aren't we? Morning podcast. Well, yeah, because if I was out of an evening, I'd be eating up me valuable drinking time. And for me, I've done the night shift. Yeah. And there's not much good about a night shift. Shit. It's shit. It's at night time and you'd rather be doing something else. But then again, driving cars and dicking about and going to car meets. When the weather gets better and the summer comes, we probably will be out a little bit later. Yeah. But now, I mean, we've just walked over from the house. And it's just been raining and stuff. It's just horrible. Why would you even want to go out at this Dinging. time? I mean, I'm supposed to be playing golf next Saturday Ooh. for my mate's uh, birthday. Right. And if it's like this, I'm sorry, guys, I ain't going. <laughs> I mean, he won't watch this anyway. Uh, but I ain't going, mate. Sorry. A fair weather golfer. Oh, 100%, yeah. I'm the same as that, though. Although I can't golf, I can't play. But if I ever do go to play, I'm not, I'm not going out when the weather's cold. No. Why, would you want to, why would you want to go and hack your way around a fairway for four hours in the pissing down rain. I like wind. playing golf in the right conditions. Can you remember when we went to play golf at yes, your I golf can. club? And that's the last time you went. <laughs> it was. Actually. It was like the end of the world because <laughs> the golf course I play at is on like a like a hill. Like it's 
back and two down a hill. You so didn't want to pay the extra money for a decent golf club. I did didn't. You? I wanted like you got anything one. cheap. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you can play on this one. <laughs> on the side yeah. of that mountain over there. <laughs> so when it rains, it fucking rains. It's all open, isn't it? Yeah, like, it's all no open. hiding. Well, I suppose it's a golf course, isn't it? So they're all open, aren't they? <laughs> but um, we, we hired a buggy because he won't walk around. There's Look no that. chance he will walk around the golf course. We played probably three or four games. Something like that, yeah. At the beginning, before we even started YouTube, we, we played golf and he's like, uh, we need a buggy. Yeah. We need a buggy. I was like, what about walking? A bit of exercise, isn't it? He was like, nah, fuck that. He's like, <laughs> quicker it? we get round, quicker we can get off. We don't enjoy the... no. It's because I do all my walking when I'm trying to find my ball out of fucking trees. That's why. I don't want to do any more walking than I need to. Well, some, someone once said, golf spoils a good walk. <laughs> Who said that? Someone said it. Golf spoils a good walk. <laughs> they need a slap around the head. But, yeah, <clears throat> it does when you're having a bad game. But well, if you're yeah. playing well, it's all right. Um, so, yeah, for the golfers out there, um, I am. Um, I play golf every now and then. Yeah. But we need to get Just out. Just not with me anymore. Well, no, because you won't come out anymore. No. Because you remember your last game and, and you did play pretty shit. I did, and I also but, had that buggy on two wheels. Well, yeah. I nearly ran that man over. We nearly jousted him, didn't we? Because the brollies, we had the brollies out the side of the buggy because it was like the the rain was ridiculous, wasn't it? It was bad. I've never seen rain like that before. So we had the, I was holding one brolly whilst I was trying to drive. Leah got the other brolly, you know, to close the gaps in the side of the buggy. And this guy was walking down <laughs> the path. So I had to avoid jousting him with the end of my brolly. And and avoid flipping the cart over. I him. had to go onto the grass, but the grass was like raised. It was like a bit of a like little curb thing. So we're fucking like this. It was like a scene out of Jackass, wasn't it? <laughs> it was actually, yeah. <laughs> so it's one of them stories where you're trying to picture it. So you probably don't see the funny side of it. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And then he left his phone. We went to the pub down the road and he left. We played 13 holes, basically. We come off on the 13. So we got most of the way around. Well, we got two thirds of the way around. And then we ran off, got all the stuff in the car, and he left his phone in the buggy. Yeah. Good job. My golf club is, like, respectable. Oh, they're all yop, yop, yoppers up there. That's why. It's Stockton Heath, isn't it, Appleton? Yeah, well. Yop, yop, yop. Oh, because I'd have had the latest iPhone, but them dickheads will have had the next year's <laughs> iPhone. So <laughs> the, 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 IT, the, the iPhone um, 18. Exactly, th- yeah. Yop, yop. Oh, friends with Steve Jobs, me. Yep, yop, yop. Yeah. It's not actually like that. It used to be years ago, but it's not anymore. Right. Can we get on to something else anyway? Why? Car related. Why was it with your golfing? That was a golf buggy. I was talking about a golf buggy. I had four that's wheels. True. It's true. It's motor related. <laughs> mm. We want to talk about prices, don't we? Come on, t- ask me Ask me a question on what something's cost because I want to tell people. Because um, this is what we said. We said if you sign up to the podcast, we'll tell you some of the monies that's been spent because right. we don't really say it. And you know the reason we don't say it on the video? It's not because we're holding anything back. It's because so many things go on. You just forget and unless we get an invoice there and then, when we did the carbon clean on the RS4, we got the invoice before yeah. we left, so the invoice was there, and we did it on the video. Oh, they made sure we got it then, didn't they? Oh, they didn't let us go because <laughs> they didn't know us. Now, the invoice is like, whenever. So after we've done the video, we don't get billed when, when we leave. We get billed like a week later. Yeah. And then we just forget, don't we? Yeah. You'll, you'll pay it on the, you know, not you. You pay it on the company's behalf, yeah. or I'll pay it direct to VBT. Because when I got the C63 brakes, Dean said, you owe me some money. I was mm-hmm. like, God's sake, not it, got 30 days on this. Didn't he come chasing you around with the car machine? He did actually come out <laughs> into the car park and he said, uh, you owe us 600 quid for your... I've heard you're from Gorton, mate. <laughs> Pay up. Hey, Dean at VBT lived in Manchester at the exact same place. Really? Yeah, where I used to live. So you could have been... I could friends. have like crossed paths 20 years with him. Right. But I don't remember. But anyway, yeah, small world. Mm, very but much so. he still come out and said 
you going to pay this bill? Because I just forget me. Oh, I know, yeah. It's because you, know. you owe that many people money that it's like, well, I, I forgot who I now owe money to. There's that many people. I do owe quite a lot of people money. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it's how the world goes around. Including the bank. But um, that's You know, that's the only people I don't owe money to is the <laughs> bank. No, seriously. What do you do for your house? That's a building society, actually. Oh, is it? You were yeah. nationwide? No, Coventry. Is building that a building society? society? Yeah, yeah, building. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Not that that's relevant with anything at all. No, you just said I thought it was a bank. bank. I don't actually own the bank any money. <laughs> I haven't got a loan with a bank at an overdraft or anything mortgage related. All right, fair play. So don't start bullshitting. Oh, well, you can have some of mine then. I'll, I'm, I'm happy <laughs> what, to pass some my, of your bullshit. <laughs> no, some of my loans and shit. I'm happy to pass mine on. No, uh, I've had them in the past. Everyone's had a loan at some point. And if you haven't, you're doing good. Yeah, you are. You probably got fuck all. But um, <laughs> I w- so the C63 breaks. Can you remember how much they should have been? So what did we have? So there was no uh, caliper refurb. There was no, um, no, there was nothing else. There was the front and rear discs and pads. And then there was the, what are them plates that go? It's like the dust protector. Oh, the backing. Yeah, them on plates the rears, that go at the, yeah. behind the discs. So you had them at the back as well, didn't you? Yeah. Obviously brake lines. Oh, and the shoes. You had new shoes because the, the new, drum things yeah. were foot, weren't they? So the handbrake in the C63, as you're driving like that, you push the pedal down the left-hand side and that applies the rear handbrake. And uh, the that's why it was making all the noise in the first place. A racket. Because it was stuck on, I think. Oh, no, it had broken. It snapped. Yeah. One of the shoes had actually snapped, so it was stuck and it wasn't working properly. And that's how it went in in the first place. So, so, did, we put, like, um, did we put the main bill, you know, how much it would have been, the retail bill on? Did we put that on? No, I don't think we said how much it would have been. But Can you remember how much it was? It was £590, I think. No, that's how much you paid. Yeah. How much should it have been, is what I asked. Did we put that on the video? I don't know. Fucking hell. You're asking me questions, I don't know. <clears throat> All I know is I paid 590 quid too much. It should have been free. Right, fine. That's fine, whatever. So basically, I'm only joking, Dean. You did us a good price, yeah, thank you very did. much. Um, so for, yeah, for front, front and rear discs, so basically what usually happens is, very, very kindly... Um, VBT, uh, they give us their bits at cost, don't they? Yeah, yeah. So the discs and pads we get at cost to VBT, so it doesn't obviously cost them any money. Um, and then from a labour point of view, fitting, they look after us, don't they? Yeah, so in theory, the job should have been... Well over a grand. Yeah, over something. a grand. Uh, when you think about the yeah the labour and everything like that. So I might have got it half price. Mm. So as long as uh, some people have clicked on the link and maybe... Uh, Dean did say we've we've referred some people to him. And to be fair, to Dean and VBT, it's good stuff. They do a good job. Um, they've got the disc um, cutting machine now, so they can cut all the, the, the grooves, the and, grooves and they can drill. They can drill um, a disc now. They can put your... They could put your initials into the disc if they wanted to. Yeah, dicks. They could put anything you want in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they I mean, can. They can I mean, putting dicks in, it'd be quite hard to replicate your face, wouldn't it? <laughs> Need a bigger <laughs> disc. <laughs> but, no, but they can do all that, well, if you want to. I don't know how much it is, though. No, I don't. Taking us on to um, good brakes. We got the brakes done from VBT again on the Clio. Mm-hmm. We had, like, I don't know what they were, Paget, I think they were Paget discs and um, Brem, uh, Ferodo pads. Uh, DS2500s on the back and 1.11s on the front which are like a harsher you know more track compound on the front 
And uh, on the Saturday, not last Saturday, the Saturday before, we went to Alton Park and I was hoping to actually be able to do a video because we put them tyres on, you know, the accelerator tyres, yeah. the cheapest chips and things, the semi-slicks for the, for the track and the new brakes. So I was hoping to be able to do a video going, oh, you know, these are great, these are great, or these are shit, these are shit, whatever. And uh, we did the morning, realised when I got there, because I wanted to set the, excuse me, I wanted to set the GoPros up, but then I realised I didn't have any micro SD cards with me, just the big ones for the GH5. So that was that fucked that plan up. Um, and then in the, in the afternoon, anyway, it started pissing it down the rain, and the wipers, the mechanism's completely seized in the wipers, so I need to get a new one. And at that time, you said in true G- evil GT fashion, style. Style, yeah, it, it's all gone tits up. Mm. So, um... <clears throat> But they are really good. Oh my God, them brakes, no joke. So we took um, Steve Johansson with us, who is an actual, what what are they called? He's, uh, a, race, he's a race car driver and a, instructor. Yeah, that's it. And in, like a, a race race driving instructor type thing. So he teaches you, you know, your lines on the, the track, where to, where to go fast and where to brake. And, you know, he just gives you general pointers and tips of where to be and where to place your car and stuff like that. Yep. And, uh, even he went out in the clear and was like, fuck me, them brakes are unbelievable. Well, um, I I don't know if I told you about this, but I picked the M3 up. That's had the brakes done. The video is on YouTube now and isn't at the moment when we're filming this, but it will be by the time this goes out. And they're amazing. They're yeah. absolutely amazing. And I've had an M3 before. They are way better than the other big brake. Really? Because I had a big brake upgrade on the, on the old one. On your track car? Yeah, and these ones, oh my god, you just you just you don't even have to put any sort of pressure on them, and they're working real hard to stop the car. Which the M3 is not a, not a heavy car, but really really good. And you know, I don't know how much that bill is going to be, but that is <laughs> going to be at least, I think, calipers, discs, pads, hoses, hoses, line, lines, obviously fluid and stuff. Yeah, labour. Labour, well, we got we got looked after. Um, obviously, VBT supplied them, and the labour was supplied partly by VBT. They started it, but then um, Performance, Performance M took over Shaq and Johnny, and they've 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 sorted it out. Basically, they've done me a really good price, but still, it's going to be because the refurb. I think the refurb is. Two, two or three hundred quid, is it? Something like that, yeah. So it's going to be the best part of fourteen, fifteen hundred pounds for those brakes. But that's all round. Yeah. Discs, pads, calipers, obviously everything all round. Say fifteen hundred pound, that's a bargain. Yeah. And for the actual stopping power, and they've been refurbished to a custom. I'm not saying that blue is like a custom blue because it's the M blue, mm-hmm. but I don't think they make those brakes. I wouldn't have thought so, no, because they're not BMW brakes. No. They just so, fit. They just fit. Yeah. So it's a custom brake setup. Yeah, I could have gone for AP. I could have gone for, you know, Brembo, I presume. They Somebody do. was saying about the F80 brakes. Apparently you can you can squeeze F80 brakes on right. Apparently, okay. I, I don't know, but somebody was saying that you can do. Um, oh. I don't know the full ins and outs, but for what you've got. Yeah, they look, they look good. Um, get some wheels on it and um, just sort the rest of the little bits and bobs out. And, it, you know, I didn't want it to be a track-focused car. I wanted it to be, you know, just a, a nice road car. But I think it's going to end up being a track-focused car, but with you can drive it on the street, yeah. no problem. Yeah. And I think that's the way it's going. I didn't want to do that, but I think now 
the way the way things are being done on it, it's going down that that road. A fast road setup. Yeah, fast road, and if you want to throw it on the track, whenever, because we've got recent motor insurance and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually, insu- we get track day insurance in with it, so it'd be a shame not to take it on the track at some point. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. That's what it's for, isn't it? That's what all them cars are for. Out of the box, all they need, in my opinion, <coughs> is a few modifi- a couple of modifications yeah. to become a really, really good... Suspension and brakes. Yeah, suspension brakes, anti-roll bars, do the bushes, and if you want really um, it to be rigid, you know, really stiff setup, uh, roll cage. Right. And obviously seats. You don't need to go that far with that, though, do you? No, not a cage. I mean, I could go club sports style and get a rear cage. Right. Because um, arguably, is there anyone in the back? No, there's not. No, I mean, but I think you do narrow your seller's market when you start fucking about with that shit. Do you know what I mean? But that's the thing. I'd, I've at no point want to sell this car. Well, you never know. I mean, it'd have to be on my broke ass to be like oh I've really? got to sell all the cars so yeah. you're telling me then until the day you die you're going to keep that car for now yeah, I don't see why not right. I've got a garage to put it in I'd like I'd hate to leave it out in the elements but um, when I get the garage converted in a couple of years when I save up because I am pretty skint oh the extension's going off the garage that way that way it? yeah so straight down there this the way you see it two cars go that way the garage doors are there and then it will go that way maybe three cars that way so it'll be a five car garage there's plenty of there's enough room here I'm not yeah. saying no one's got, there's never plenty, too much or whatever, but there's enough room here to put the garages in, Yeah, you know, to have the cars. And then, you know, that should sort them out. Because I don't really want to leave the Sylvia out in the elements. No, that needs to be, that needs to be kept in a, you know, inside, definitely. 100%, because um, it's still got a Nissan badge on it. <laughs> ah, yeah. No matter how well it's put back together, how well it's protected. Yeah. Somewhere it will rust. Yeah, because if you leave it out. It, it could be like aluminium. If you stick a, a Nissan badge on it, it'll rust. <laughs> it will. It'll change the metal properties in it. It'll be like you're rusting, bitch. <laughs> this is Nissan aluminium. Yeah, which means it's not that's proper it. aluminium. It's got one percent steel. It's gonna rust. <laughs> well, that's Nissan for you. Everyone knows. Well, it's a twenty-two-year-old car. So let's be honest. Any car of twenty-two years old is gonna be rusty, Definitely. unless it's done. 100 well say say it's done 20,000 miles it's always been in a garage and never seen the rain they don't they don't exist them cars they Definitely. do but they don't exist if you know what I mean yeah out of a million cars it's probably about three bad so bad Nissan's so bad I mean even the newer ones the R35 rear subframe that um, Andy had at uh, AC AC Speed, Speed Tech yeah. yeah remember that what was yeah. that, five, six years old? Well, it was 10 years old. Oh, it, was it was 10 years 2010. old. 2010. Right. I only remember that because my original one was a 10 plate and I thought, if I would have still kept that, would mine have been that bad? Yeah. But he did say there's a there's a fault with the with the pan at the back that goes, that covers the subframe, the rear subframe. It holds, um, it, ho- it holds shit, basically, dirt and just crap. And what happens is there's nowhere for it to go. And when you wash the car, unless you had it on a ramp, you'd never get rid of it. No. So he drills two holes. If he ever sees it and he, and he asks the customer if you want to do it, like he'll drill two holes and it's drain holes. Yeah. And then all the shit drains out then. But yeah, we said that's a 10-year-old car. And it was, I'm not joking, right? So the subframe is just a subframe. I can't explain it, but it is what it is. And the hole in it must have been yeah. the size Complete of a... Rust chewed straight You know, through. a small, 
You know, them little footballs you have. Yeah. The kiddie ones. Little size three. Yeah. It was that it was that it big. It was bad. It was it just was so bad. But that's uh, that's it. So what you're basically saying is then that you're the brakes on your M3 you're more than happy with. Them yeah, you. I'm well happy with the brakes, yeah. And I've got to reciprocate that with the Clio ones because they're yeah. phenomenal. I mean, we worked it out. The Clio brakes should have been, I think it was £1,340 all in. But that was with the Motul, Motul 600, is it? Or 660 uh, brake fluid, which apparently he's got, he's like the dog's bollocks. Uh, all the new lines, all, all the new um, help performance hoses, New discs, new pads. Uh, what else did it have? I'm sure there was something else. And obviously all the labour. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, that was should have been, I'm sure it was like 1340 1350 quid. And we got it all at cost. And um, minus the labour, we don't, um, you know, they look after us for that. And it was £454 I paid. Yeah, you, that's amazing. Like, it's like a third of the price. Literally, when I got the bill, I was saying to Dean, I was like, "Fucking it, like that is just re- like ridiculous, phenomenal." And obviously, thanked him profusely. Um, and we do hope that they get a good amount of business off the back of it. That's the whole idea of it. We're not just there to take, take, take. And the reason why they continue to look after us is because, because clearly, they must be getting stuff business back from it. They've got to be. Yeah. Um, well, and the conversations we've had with Mark have said so as well. So the way I look at it is for for people that we work with. Like Google, Google advertising costs money. Yeah. And Mark spends thousands on it. Awesome. Each month. Now, um, when we do a video in 30, it's, it's like a search engine. People can search stuff. So if you search something on, 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 um, Google, sometimes videos come up. Yeah. Yeah. And well, if not all the time, videos come up. So if they get advertising that way, that's like paying for Google ads. So then, um, advertisements money that they're paying on us for giving us cheap or free labor um it's just the same as doing that yeah and hopefully when you click on a link on google you're clicking on a link with a video you actually get getting to see the process and you're getting to see behind the scenes we go into dean's office have a bit of laugh in there come out see the see the car uh, work being done so at least you can see you can see when you when you spend money online because sometimes you'll be buying it over the phone won't you yeah or on the internet at least you know you can see the actual setup, and the thing I don't know about you, but when you buy something online, I like to know who I'm buying off. Mm. So if you're buying off someone for the first time, if I would have seen them on a video, I'd feel like I wasn't buying off them for the first time. I'd feel like I actually know, no Dean, no Kieran who works in there. I'd feel like I know them because yeah. I've seen them, you know, on a video. Definitely, so I'd like to hope good. that most of our audience know the lads at Awesome VBT and Performance M just as well as we do now. Should do. They've been on it enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like our channel is just awesome GTI, you know, <coughs> now coming over to Performance M, VBT, which is part of, you know, they're in that same building. But the thing is, why wouldn't we do that? We get looked after and it works. And they're very, very good at what they do. I mean, it's been pure coincidence, hasn't it? Whilst we've been going there, they've acquired Performance M. So that wasn't something that was planned, pre-planned. We, the plan was just to work with Awesome GTI. Since we started working with Awesome GTI, it's like, oh, by the way, we're, we're now um, setting up Performance M because we bought a BMW uh, to be able to do different things and go to different places. But then Mark very kindly said, well, we'll do the same thing from a Performance M point of view. And it's like, well, we're very, very good friends with Mark outside of YouTube. Mm. Um, and... Well, yeah, why wouldn't we want to try and help Performance M as a business? And they obviously can help us as a business because that's how our YouTube channel is, is run. Um, not very well, 
but it is run like a business. Um, sort of. And, uh, well, we try to, because we just we just want it to sustain itself. That's all we want the YouTube channel to do, is to sustain itself, pay for my mortgage, and um, <laughs> and then, yeah. Not and, all of it. Well, it's only £625 a month, my mortgage. It's fuck Christ. all. You can pay my mortgage as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, if that's, if that's the deal, um, our wages is just as long as it covers your mortgage payment. So I'll... Co- you can pay and cover yours, and I'll pay and cover mine. Well, I think people are going to be um, um, intrigued to know what that is now you've said that. Um, it's much more than... <laughs> I can't actually say how much my mortgage is online. No, because people come after you. Yeah, because I, I just can't say it. I would love to say how much my mortgage is, but I can't. It's a shitload. But uh, anyway, it should be you've got a fucking 1,500-acre mansion. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, for anyone that's not seen, like, it's not. It's not point eight nine of an acre, and um, it's just a nice size. It's manageable. The only problem is that, you know, when you know when people go too defensive, it's almost, like, not believable. So I'm just, just throwing that out there. Right, you know when you say 1,500 acres? I haven't got one acre. I'd have to steal land to get one acre. Very, very defensive. One acre. It goes, like, you know, it has, like, the opposite effect. You know, if you go too far with, like, denial and defensiveness. Well, Thinking about it, if I went just around my perimeter by about 10 foot and then went all the way around, I'd probably get 0.1 of an acre. 0.1 of an acre? Yeah, which would make me an acre. Right. Because I'm 0.11 of an acre down on an acre. Right. I've got 0.89 of oh, an so acre. Oh, so you're still denying you've got 1,500 acres? Yes, I am. Oh, fucking right, okay. I've got 1,500 acres. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to... It would, what would you know what to do with 1,500 acres? I don't even know what 1,500 acres looks like. I don't. I think Clarkson's not far off that. What is he with his farm? He's, yeah, well, they're going to, is it hectares? Hec, hectares. Is that 10 acres? I don't know. I don't, it's bigger anyway. Yeah. <coughs> so anyway, yeah, let's... Um, move on from move the size from, of your estate. Yeah. Okay, that's fine, mate. But yeah, so what I was basically getting at there was that uh, Mark looks after us massively with loads of shit. And obviously he's got his uh, the breaking company there as well, VBT, which also resides inside uh, Awesome GTI. Yeah. Um, and the thing is, what we're trying to say is, we're not going anywhere else at the moment because uh, Mark's still being, um, you know, rolling out the carpet for us. We'll sort you out. So we're going to carry on doing that until the day he says, "Look, lads, um, we don't really feel that we're getting value for money." Yeah, which could which be never any, happen. Could be any time. That could be tomorrow. Who yeah, knows? It could be. Um, never happen though. Well. If it does or it doesn't, we just have to take it, don't we? Mm-hmm. But if Mark binders off for whatever reason, oh, you two are a pair of pricks now, we've realised what you're like. You just take, take, take. Um, <laughs> you don't give anything back. So um, if he does say that, we will probably end up doing our own stuff. We'll just get a little unit and do our own. It can't be that difficult, can it? Well, I watched, um, I've watched some shit where some YouTubers... Well, fuck me. Did you see how I was losing my temper trying to put a wheel on the other day? In fact... The wheel, we've had that wheel fixed. The RS4 wheel has been fixed for age for days and days. You only put that on the car the other day. I put it on Saturday morning, I think. Tell me how much of a ball ache it was. Tell me the same story. Fucking nuisance. There you go. So you was only putting a wheel on. Because my driveway's all like them little stones like that big. Um, you can imagine kneeling down. So I didn't want to kneel down, but I had to kneel down to, to line up the... Because it had the spaces on it. And you have that... Uh, that bolt that you put in, which lines it like up. a little guide bolt thing. Yeah, I haven't got it. Right. 
So I was like, oh, I can't be asked going to the garage and getting some car- cardboard. So I was just like, I just jacked the car up more. Then it kept falling off the spacer because the spacer's got a lip on it to hold the wheel on. And then it kept falling off there. And then I was twisting it and the, the spacer was moving. I was like, this is more difficult than it's worth. But if you're on, this is the thing with ramps. If you was on a ramp, you wouldn't be having that problem. No, with the correct tools. Because you'd have that little thing and then you just put it on, it's two minutes. I didn't even have a wizard, my, my gun, my wizard gun to put the uh, nuts on. Can't find the battery charger and it's flat because I've moved house. I'm pissed off moving house. You know when people say, stressed off, it's stress moving house. No, I'm stressed now. I can't find anything after moving house. That's what I'm pissed off about. So we're finally getting this all out of you now, aren't we? What, what? was up with you this morning? We, we, you know, this is like a um, um, like an agony aunt session, this, isn't it? You just have a chat with Uncle Benji. You tell me what's up, what your problems are. I'm pissed so off about something. You're I know pissed that. off I about not being able is. to find your battery charger. Yeah. Your wizard gun. Because I found my battery charger for my, uh, my drill because right. we put all this stuff up. That we was did. no problem. And that's the thing. We had the right tools. It took us an hour and a half. Pissed it. Yeah. Easy. It took us about three hours. No, it didn't. Yeah. Bollocks. It, it was all a, afternoon. He was on his phone for most of it. If he would have had a bit of help, just looking at me. <laughs> like, we're going to do Listen, this. I was the eyes and brains behind the operation. Is that why it's all wonky? No. It's bang on that, mate. I was the eyes, I'm telling you. You were stood over there squinting at it because you couldn't see. Well... <laughs> Are we going to talk? Let's talk about some more monies. What we spent money on right. recently, we've not said on YouTube. So the M, we can't say how much the M three stuff was because we've not got the bill for that yet, have we? No, but it's going to be ballpark <laughs> fifteen hundred notes. Do you reckon anybody's interested? Talking about not getting the bill, do you reckon anybody would be, ever be interested about the whole BD performance story? Well, we can tell it because we haven't got the bill from there either. <laughs> this is the mad thing. We'll definitely get it for the M three. By the way, Shaq won't be letting us get away with that, but. We actually didn't know. We went to BD Performance in the early days. By the way, this is, is fucking so far from a, um, you know, like a calling session. This is not slagging BD Performance off, quite the opposite. But we didn't go there knowing that we wasn't going to pay for anything, did we? No, no, we and this, was, eight, this was 18 months ago. Yeah. we Did we have, saying that, 18 months ago, I think we had, then we just tipped over 15,000 subs. Whilst we were there, That's yeah. how slow our channel has been growing. Yeah, bad. <laughs> Ridiculous. But we went and they were like, they contacted us. And said, lads, we love your channel. It's very similar to ours, what we're trying to do. Have a bit of a laugh and a joke. Um, not take things too seriously. Theirs is, excuse me again, mainly Ford stuff, isn't it? Ford performance stuff, STs, RSs, that kind of stuff. Um, but we can do work on whatever you want. We got the Mark III Focus RS at, at that time, and it needed a few a few bits doing to it, didn't it? I can't remember. It was clutches and... Clutch flywheel. Um, we got, uh, we got an intercooler. Yeah. Um, but we didn't know who was getting that until we were there, did we? No, uh, Darren just said, oh, do you want an intercooler? An AirTech like, intercooler, yeah, yeah you can on. have. But, um, so yeah, at the end of it, it was never even discussed whilst we were there. The lads never turned around to us and said, by the way, lads, you know, thanks for doing the videos, that's that's on us. It was never discussed, was it? No, decap pipe as well. Yeah. We've got a decap pipe. Uh, the mongoose, mongoose decap pipe. But, uh, yeah, <coughs> the lads at BD Performance really did hook us up. And, Massively. Uh, we appreciate it. And at the time, we said, follow us on Instagram and we'll tell you what the bill is. And we got a shitload of followers. Yeah. Uh, but we never got the bill, and Darren never, he just never gave us the bill. So, um, yeah. And surely there's like a time limit now. Thank you very so much. So if Daz ever watches this podcast uh, or listens to the podcast and hears what we're saying, and he goes, oh, fucking hell, yeah. Remember that? I never did send that bill. What have we just spoke about in the last 10 minutes? Nothing. Yeah. You've heard nothing. <laughs> Fuck all. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we, you know, it wasn't just to try and get, well, it was to try and get a load of Instagram followers, but our intention was to actually. Tell, tell everyone. Tell, yeah, what, we just never got it. Was, but we never got and it. And we so. did ask. We asked loads of times, but we stopped asking after a while. Yeah, to be definitely. Fair. But yeah. we asked enough to get it. 
Mm. We didn't not... You know, like some people get said, you owe me money and they never pay. We said, we owe you money, we want to pay, and they never give us the bill. Yeah. And that was a few times. Yeah. So um, I think our conscience is clear. Oh, we tried to pay. Yeah. Darren hasn't given us the bill. And there was no even... We don't, I wouldn't even know how much it was. No, same. Going back. So it must have been a few quid. But we do appreciate it. Thank yeah. you very much. So anyone listening, you know, BD Performance, Wrexham, you know, and you... You've got any of that stuff? I presume they still do the Ford stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Give them a shout. Give them. They've got a YouTube channel, and um, Instagram and stuff. BD Performance. It'll come up straight away. It will. They're good lads. Top lads. And if they do give us a bill, surely that's uh, worth something worth off it. Hey, they went up in the world. Them anyway. They started working with Ricky, didn't they? LLF Ricky. Did oh, you see that? No, I've not seen. Yeah, that they bit. did a video with. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was quite a while ago now, but they did a video with. Um, All right. With well. Ricky, with with something. So. Uh, I definitely don't feel sorry for them now anyway because they've uh, <laughs> they went onwards and upwards fair play to them but we've not actually been to see them guys for a while have we? We haven't no and um, we've not really been to I went to Tweaks Demon Tweaks um, to get me a Rexham, fucking bright yellow to get helmet him a re- <laughs> to get him a, a helmet yeah and you know but I was on my own and I literally in fact I wouldn't have even had time to stop in because no. I was I just about got to Awesome when we were supposed to I think should have been Awesome at half 12 I got there bang on yeah so I wouldn't have been able to stop anyway. Um, shall we have a chat about what's going on this week? Yes. So today, obviously Monday, is the podcast day. Uh, tomorrow is the uh, Springs, Lowering Springs at Dorenza. Yes, and I'm finally getting my RS3 back because Dorenza have had my RS3 for development. So they've been working out how how big they can make downpipes and intakes and all that kind of stuff. So they've been 3D printing loads of bits to, to fabricate all that sort of stuff. So fa- do you know what? Genuinely... And I'm, I know that people are going to be like, I feel bad when I, when I say stuff like this, because everyone's going to be like, well, you're biased because you're an Audi fanboy anyway, but I cannot wait to get that car back. I cannot wait to get it back. I don't know. I've, um, I don't even know how it drives, to be honest. I don't, I don't get to drive it. <laughs> you've so. been, f- you've been in Vegas. So in fact, to be don't fair, even, don't even know. Racing line had it. Don't even, I forgot what colour it is, to be honest. <laughs> Racing line had it. Took the key off me. Then it went, no, I haven't. Racing line had it. Then you went to Vegas and then Dorenza had it. Um, Paying 370 quid a month for a car, I don't get. It's, got, um, it's not that one. There's sad music on there. There yeah, you go, that's better. You need to label your buttons, man. I'll do it one day. I don't understand what you do on a daily basis. I'll fucking look after you. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I'm getting the RS3 back tomorrow. So we're going the same place to get the lowering springs on the M3 anyway, aren't we? Uh, Dorenza Springs. And uh, have you ordered them wheels yet? Oh, actually, no. No, 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 no. No, because I asked you about it last Yeah, you did. So I have messaged Jamie at Hot Hatch Corner and he's not messaged me back yet. So uh, I messaged him last night and he said he'd have a look today. So Hot Hatch Corner is a wheel shop in Stoke where Ben used to live around that area. And they do wheels, surprisingly enough. So if you need any... Give him a shout. I'll touch corners. And they really do tyres as well. Yeah, wheels and tyres. But he got he put the he sorted me out the wheels and tyres for the white RS3, the 8V that I had. Mm-hmm. My dad's now got them wheels and tyres, to be fair. Yeah. But um, But yeah, so that's what's happening Tuesday. What's happening Wednesday? Um no idea. So this this is how good his life is now, right? Because for anyone else who's got a track day booked in, Oh, track they'd be day. counting yeah, yeah. down the days yeah, for their track day. Sorry, we're going to Alton Park. I booked it ages ago. They'd be counting um, down a track day. He's like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. To be honest, that's, I think that's the last time I drove the car, the RS3. So 
Oh, when you put it through the gravel pit, when you come <sighs> off the track in it. I was just exploring my options. Minor complication. I got bored of the regular track, That's so I'll go on the grass for a bit. <laughs> Let's go rallying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we don't, I think we're going to take the RS4 saloon. Yeah. And we're going to take the Clio. Yes. And race control said to you, yep. I've never heard this before. Yeah. As long as both cars are not on the track at the same time, just swap the tickets over, you know, yep. the, and the window. Don't hold us to that. But basically on the Saturday when I went and took the Clio, so in the afternoon, it p- literally pissed it down. It's torrential. You couldn't see. You, you would like Ace Ventura out the window to try and see uh, because we got no wipers. So I went up to race control and said to the guy, uh, I think it was Javelin, wasn't it? I'm sure it was Javelin. And I said to the guy, um, listen, you know, my day's ruined. I, we can't see anything because my wipers are fucked. I've got another car. Can I take that on? And he just went, put the sticker on the windscreen. As long as I don't see both cars on at the same time, I'm not asked. Yeah, crack on. Nice one. Can't argue with that, can you? So I took the RS3 around. I think I did about three laps and I came off the track. Not, I didn't come off the track, but I I come, like I stopped basically because, well, I can't, like it was super slippy and there's fucking cars everywhere. The spray, like the the rain was torrential. It was pissing it down. And uh, I just didn't feel, you know, as a novice, a novice track driver, Mm. I just didn't feel uh, confident driving a 60, 70,000 pound car around. Driving mm. in the rain on a track is is a different experience. Mm. I I've done loads of track days and I'm still uncomfortable in the rain. I, yeah. Only only in cars that I don't want to come off, like the the M3 track car that I had. I used to drive that with our AAA R's in in the wet. It was all over the place, like skating. But I never had, I never ended up getting a spare set of wheels for it. Um, and that the amount of times I come off, we just used to kiss kiss uh, walls, didn't it? You know. Mm. And um, never really did that much damage. Just put the stuff back on, and you know it just got fixed up. But you can't do that in a in a car that is brand new. And I'd, I'd even be upset in the RS4 because the parts on the RS4 are ridiculous oh, expensive, and they're not getting any cheaper either, are they? No. So <clears throat> you know, if it is the only the only the only saving grace for the RS4 is it's got uh, Michelin Pilot Sport Four S's on it, yeah. which are really good tires, and they're decent in the wet as well. So if it is a little bit damp tomorrow, I mean, it's hammering it down today. So the chance of it hammering down tomorrow is probably quite high because yeah. this rain doesn't look like it's going anywhere anytime soon, which really, uh, the tyres on the Clio, are they, um, they're a semi-slick, right? Yeah, semi-slick. It Accelera Sport Extra 651s or something at the cold. So they'll be shocking in the <clears> wet. <throat> um, so we might have to just take the RS4 out unless it dries out because the Clio, it'll just be skating for them. Yeah, it's not enough dipl- displacement, is the we'll the um, we'll see how we we'll see how we get on because I wanted to take the clear as well. We weren't going to bother, but I wanted to take that as well because I think it's important for you know we've only got 130 people on our Patreon that are going to see this first. By the time this goes onto our YouTube podcast channel um, on YouTube, obviously YouTube podcast channel, but by the time it goes on there, the video will already be on. But I think it's important for people to know how good them brakes are and whether them tyres are any good. Hopefully yeah. it's dry, fingers crossed. But well, we might be having this conversation <laughs> and the video might have already gone on when something did get crashed. Who knows? Mm, who knows? We I mean, just don't know, dear. So if that is the case, we can see the future. As long as it's not my RS4, I'd be honest to God. I'd, it's like I've not got any children, but I imagine I, this is how I would feel about a child with that car. So much so, I actually... The RS4 is good to go, isn't it? The wheel's on it now. Mm-hmm. I've so not talked them up. I'll leave that. Oh, really? Yeah. Are they tight, though? Oh, yeah, they're well yeah, tight. Yeah, they're not going to come just off, not, are they? They're not going to come off. I've just not talked them up. I'm fine with that. To, like, <clears throat> 125 
New meters, whatever they need. No, sound. Well, I'm leaving the A35 here. You know, I've been, I've missed it a lot. And I'd rather leave the A35 AMG here and drive my RS4 home. Take it. I'm going to. But the wheel won't fall off, will it? No guarantee. <laughs> but you're more than welcome to take it. It's here. It's, it's working. It's got fuel in it. Next question. <laughs> I don't know. I've not driven it. Knowing for... a car that's been in your possession for a while, it'll have fuck all fuel in it. There's, I have no idea. You'll be asking me if you can plug it in next. <laughs> I've no <laughs> idea if there's any fuel in it whatsoever, so you just have to take your chances. But once you said you're taking it, it's gone. Yeah, I'm definitely taking it. I mean, the, the reason why I've been a bit reluctant is because the bodywork looks shit because obviously it's been flattened down in certain places. But And there's need, still some of the wrap left on it. And there's still some of the wrap left on it, yeah. But I would still rather drive it around in that condition than drive that A35. That's fair enough. Yeah. But otherwise... Oh, is there any point, though? Because we're taking the A35 back to Durenza tomorrow. Um, fuck's sake. Why, why we'll, got, we'll sort that out anyway. Why have you got to do that to me? It's one of them moments again when you don't realise you're actually filming and people are watching. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you don't want to be listening to us ponder. wondering what cars to take. Yeah. I mean, it's a proper first world problem, that, isn't it? It is. And I, d- <clears throat> I still don't know where we're up to now. I've well, no idea. I was just talking about having the RS4 as a child. I, I, that's how I, I haven't got any kids, but the RS4 to me is, is you know, that's mm. how I imagine that I would feel about a child if I had one. Well, yeah, I c- can't even relate because I I know how I feel about my daughters and it's different to a car. Really? A car is just a car. No. You haven't got any kids though. No. But if you relate having a car to having kids... I don't think the kids would be too impressed. I think you guys need to tell us in the comments. You actually need to let us know. If if it was down to you, um, we need to... The memory card's flashing on that. Yeah, it means one has run out. Oh, really? Is the, um, is the red light still flashing? It's still recording. That's yeah. still recording. But then there's one that's, that's the yeah. flashing on the It means left, um, the first one has run right. out. This is just me talking out loud again. Sorry about this, guys. This is complete and utter fucking bullshit waffle. But what I wanted to know is if you guys could comment and let us know if you had the choice of putting your, one of your kids up for adoption or keeping your car that you loved and you'd had for ages, what would you rather do? Well, obviously the, the car's going, in it? I can't even be, you know, can't even make a bit of comedy out of this. But Why? Because it's, it's no, it's just a car's a car, isn't it? It's fine for me to say that I'd rather the kids go, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, because it? you've not got, got kids, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you had kids and you were saying that and they watched it, you know, they'd be suicidal, they'd be like, oh, <laughs> my dad doesn't love me. And he'd rather have his leading 17-year-old shitty RS4 rather than me. No, and it's not 17 years old. 15. It's 15 years old. But more to the point, I reckon if you asked my dad that same question, he'd be like, see you later, Ben. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd probably said your dad would say that. Yeah, he would. <laughs> but you have a different relationship with your... Yeah, he's a dickhead. Sort of like um, family members. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So we'll, we won't get into that. No. It's so... I mean, adoption's not for everyone, is it? But... Um, <laughs> you know, how does it feel when someone doesn't love you? Oh, Are you mate. bothered that your parents give you away at birth? No, <laughs> no I'm not. No, no. Less drama. Mm, I mean, I, I want to know, how does a parent know that you're a dickhead when you're born? It's like, he's a right dickhead, him. He's only been out a minute. Fuck him off. And the dad's there saying, fucking a prick. This is fucking brutal. This, but you know I'm sat here, don't you? Crack on. You horrible bastard. I'm literally what? sat right here. 
Yeah, <laughs> I can see you. Oh, I've mate. not forgot what you look like. You'd be fucking devastated if I upped and fucked off. You'd be devastated. No, I'm not on about you. I'm on about when you were born, you got put up for adoption. No, I didn't. Surely. No, I mean, I bet, the way you've turned out, that's I bet what it I crossed would, the mind. I mean, that's what I would have thought, you know, because you've had a traumatic, <laughs> you know, upbringing, haven't you? Oh, ridiculous. You know, pillar to post. Yeah. It's like, no, dickhead, move on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you? You're a don't, horrible don't you bastard. Think? <laughs> that's not horrible. That's a fuck. You're calling me a dickhead saying, yeah, I'll move on. <laughs> on, well, to, yeah. on to the next, good, on that. to the next fucking chop, chop. lot. Yeah, go on. Piss off. Piss off. And do you know what it comes down to? What? The Irish people that are watching, that's fuck all what we give you. This is what you get. This is what I'm right? fucking... <laughs> so if you get this shit off us, be upset. What he's basically saying is... Stop is, being a snowflake. Yeah. He's, he's basically saying um, that if had I been yours, you'd have put me up for adoption. But then you'd have expected that adopted family to have fucked me off as well. Put it this that's way. That's what he's basically saying, isn't if it? If you would have been conceived nine months before at conception, I would have made my missus fucking sign a declaration to say, <laughs> if it's this prick that comes out, then fucking put him back in. I'm not even getting involved. <laughs> Definitely the milkmans. Yeah. You fucking bell end you are. <laughs> Unbelievable. I can't even say I'm joking either. I was going to say I'm only joking, mate, but I'm not. So we, oh, we better move on, really. I know. Just I mean, don't just... talk in an Irish accent, will you, for fuck's sake? And there you go. There's your applause. Have that. <laughs> I remembered which one it was. You fucking bellwhacker. Hey, I tell you what, I've got more. Um, I've got a, a question to ask you. Go on. So we was talking about cars the other night, weren't we? Is was it last well? night? Did I smoke? Did I... It was last night, wasn't it? Oh, over uh, text. Yeah. yeah, on the on the WhatsApp. Yep. And um, I sent you over a. 2010 white yep. Volks RS. Yep. With a fucking million miles on it. What was it 130 odd K? It was up there, yeah. And it was what, 17, 17,250? Yeah, rings a bell. Right. So bombard him in the messages because he's on about having fucking money for this house. Fuck that. Buy that Volks RS. I can't RS. tell you how little money I've got at the moment. I've just paid out so much. I can't even tell you. Look, well, you just you fell out of your bed this morning because you got that much under your mattress. <laughs> The mattress is quite lumpy, actually, when <laughs> think about it. On my brand new bed. No, seriously, I am I'm I'm well skinned at the moment. Right. I could buy some more cars. Yeah. But it'd be pretty irresponsible from a business point of view. Why? Because it's for business. Yeah, I know, but I I have to spend it comes back to the beginning of the podcast. I, I have to spend money in that other business. Right. I need to do some more investment in it to make some monies. So in a year's time. We've got some more monies to crack on with this one. Right, okay. You want you want you want the ability to be able to borrow, don't you? Well, yeah, because we're still going to be borrowing in a year's time. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Especially when the editor. So, in my other business, my other business has been paying Nick to edit for this business, but yep. that can't continue because it's false business costs. So, our business is going to have to pay for it. But we're just in the process of trying to get a contract with an advertiser yeah. that will ho- hopefully pay Nick's wages he's not on a fortune but um, if we can get guaranteed and this is what it comes back to when people complain about adverts they're one minute every now and then yep. in a video we don't even do them every single one no nope. I know big YouTubers who basically near enough every three videos there's two integrations right we're probably at the moment one every five Oh yeah, yeah, probably yeah. You know, we don't we don't hammer them out, do we? <clears throat> no, we don't do loads of integrations. That might, yeah, I re- I reckon that's a true figure. So we d- we don't we want to, but we don't want to obviously. 
do too much. So, but that's what pays for us to edit and yeah. it pays for stuff and all the stuff we do doesn't, you know, it's not cheap. We've got cars that we run, they need fuel, you know, to just to do basic stuff. So, yeah, we'll um, we'll try and squeeze a few more integrations in to cover Nick's, Nick's wages. Yeah, because, well, yeah, as you rightly say, you can't, uh, your other business shouldn't be uh, paying for him, really. But well, it's <clears throat> what happened was um, I used to do the editing, as probably everyone knows, and then I was like, I can't, you know, let's get an editor in. I'll pay for it from my other business so it doesn't cost us anything. But now I realise Nick is a much better editor than me. <laughs> um, I think our audience has as well. Yeah, yeah, you can tell the difference, right? He actually put some time into it. Um, and some effort them them intros i think evil gt now are being renowned for the videos we're doing the intro that one he's doing some good good I, intros i never i ne- like on the the drag race one with the rs3 i had an idea i mean bearing in mind i was filming that at half three in the morning so my eyes were like piss holes in the snow and that's why i just had the camera i just wanted to tell the story that it was um you know that it was early in the morning and, i think we got the story yeah right but Never in my head, this is where it's good to have a good editor because never in my head did I ever imagine that, that you know, you could make a joke out of that. And he's got a fucking serious voice over the top <laughs> of it going, <laughs> What did he say? You're an athlete. Your coat's better than Lee's new coat or something. Fuck yeah. you, Del. I, so Absolutely brilliant, Nick. I don't know where I was. I don't know if I was still away or not. But when I watched that intro, I was laughing my head off. Fucking quality. And it's worth his wages just, just for them intros. <laughs> Because it's vision, isn't it? It's yeah. vision with... We film, but then there's an editing vision as well, and he doesn't know what he's getting until he gets it. So he doesn't come out on shoot days with us. No. He's done maybe two or three, um, just to show him sort of like what happens, just so he, he gives him an idea for editing. And so he gets the footage, and he and he has to watch it all through mm-hmm. because he has no idea what's happening because he can't edit it. He's got to skip through it. He's got to like have a, have a look, see what we've done. So um, how he comes up with these intros, I don't know. Funny as fuck. Like mm. I was, I was howling. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is good. But uh, who'd have thought? Twenty-two year old with a sense of humour. They usually got the fucking heads buried in the phones and don't talk now, don't yeah, they? 100%, um, yeah, hundred percent. He's. Um, but yeah, yeah he's, he's very good. So hopefully, you guys who watch the videos, if you do, um, you've noticed a bit of a difference with the with the editing. There's a lot of comments of people saying that the editing's mustard. Like, he is very, very good. I mean. Yeah, but, he, if you're listening to this, Nick, don't fucking ask for a pay rise. Oh, yeah. You're lucky you're getting any pay. Because if, like, when I stop paying you out of the other business, Ben it's might up be to like, me then. fucking hell, we're not paying him out of this, we can't afford it. We're like, see you later, Nick. Mm. Ta-ta. Yeah, yeah, so don't get too big for your boots. And it would be back to my editing, which we'll have to do. Yeah, that will that will do. Take it or leave it. <clears throat> well, we was getting more subs when you was editing. I don't know what happened then. Um, Yeah, <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When we um, fucking hell, Nick. Yeah, I don't know. So um, I don't know what to talk to. We we had because I said to him this morning, I was like, "What are we talking about?" And now he said, "I'm not telling you." Now I don't know what we're talking about. So I'm sat here, and he's he's useless because he's like, "Oh, you know what? What are we talking about? Come on, people want to they want they want to know what we're talking about." Yeah. So bearing in mind, our YouTube channel has the cars that it has. And is this a question? Mm, well, are you going to let me finish? Yeah, but you, you sound like you, you team me up for a question. I, I need to know because normally I'm not really that switched on. I'm not listening. So <laughs> <laughs> what you, you can't do me? that. Why? Because I'm saying that you're a, a mong, though. Is, no that, is that what you're saying a mong is? Can't talk properly. 
fuck's sake. How do I get myself into these conversations? I don't, I don't, listen, move on. <laughs> Just ask me the I question. <laughs> right. Not in a mong voice. All right. So where, where do you see, so in 12 months time from now. Bankrupt. <laughs> Just in general, justice business. Just everything. <laughs> <laughs> on your ass. No, because I'd, I'd like to get an idea as to, we've, we've had conversations about where we want, uh, well, I know what I would like to do with this channel. Throw it in the bin. <laughs> no, no, I don't, because obviously, well, I can't. I can't Sorry, that's what people are watching, thinking. No, probably, yeah. Look it off. But the channel's called Evil GT, right? Evil Grand Tour. And the only reason it's called Evil GT is because of that reg plate there, Evil GTR. And we just dropped the R because obviously it was a bit more generic, just Evil GT. But that was the reason why it's called Evil GT, right? Mm -hmm. Right there in the middle. But GT is Grand Tour, isn't it? A tour, road that's trip. That's what it does stand for, in, depending on which way you look right, at it. Right, Grand Tourer. So... What I would like to do is we had a lot of fun on the Marbella road trip. All right, there was bits of it that, you know, mainly people, some of the people who were involved in it from a customer point of view. So some of the other guys, and it's not it's not them as individuals, it's the kind of shit that they enjoy doing, which is like spraying champagnes on diamond watches and all that thousand pound bottles of champagne, which isn't our sort of thing. So from that point of view. Well, there's two problems with that. Well, we haven't got the champagne and we haven't got the diamond no. encrusted Rolexes, have we? No, we definitely don't have. No. But, um, and we'll have this conversation with Jay because we've already had this conversation with Jay. What anyway, about him, him supplying off. the champagne and watches? Yeah, well, he has got two diamond watches, two diamond Rolex, actually. Right, He's gone so. for sale, I think. They're up for sale. Anyway, um, this is what happens when we go off on a tangent. Sorry, I've just, I can't help myself. But what I'm trying to get at is that we enjoyed the road trip. Minus one or two little bits, but the the overall experience and, and the actual road trip itself was brilliant. It was the, one of the highlights of, of the year. Yeah, without a shadow oh, of a oh, doubt. actually highlights of the whole of the channel. Yeah, um, it was really good. And then, unfortunately, you couldn't come on the island one. No, it was just but too close to the... In, in my opinion, the Island Cannon run was fucking miles better than the Marbella one. More so because it was just... People on it were a bit more down to earth, and this goes back to Colin, who's See, whinging that I don't like Irish people. I was just about to say, um, that, yeah. but the Irish people were fucking brilliant. Like, just the roads were mint, the people were mint, the hotels were all right. You know, they weren't they weren't all. You know, you weren't staying in the Ritz, but the the price of the can the, the price of that run reflected. Get what you pay for. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was mint. It was, honest to God, it was so much more down to earth. Everyone was on the same sort of wavelength. There wasn't people swinging dicks around, and there was some fucking heavy tackle cars there as well, some nice cars. But there was everything from S15s to Ferraris. There was all kinds of shit on there, Lambos, um, all kinds of different cars. And uh, yeah, it was just a lot better. All right, I love that. I loved the the road tripping. I loved the meeting new people, um, having a few beers, enjoying yourself. Got so more, that's got more friends. Oh, friends! But that's where I see our um, channel. Well, that's where I'd like to see our channel go down the route of exploring new roads and new um, countries and hotels and um, you know different road trips, seeing different cars, different people, that kind of stuff. Whether that means that we do one or two where you buy a fucking mega car, like another GT3, for instance, or the GT4, you've you've toyed with the idea if you can get an older one, which I doubt very much, but you might be able to. Um, and we take a GT4 on a road trip, which would be fucking unbelievable, wouldn't it? GT4 RS. Or a GT4 RS. But then on the next road trip would be taking, 
I don't know, um, the RS4 or the M346 on, on the next road trip. Do you oh, know what I mean? Celica so, GT4. Ooh, that'd be nice, yeah. I'd be Which up for that. They're going up as well, aren't they? They're going up in value now. They've done recently, yeah. You um, should be able to pick them up for peanuts. Yeah. But that's that's where I see it. I like the idea of mixing it up, having the variety, and you're not going to please everybody because if you were to take a GT4, people would be like, mm, yeah, well, you're taking a GT4, so that's just fucking boring. The car's, um, the car's obviously going to make it, so the objective of the road trip wouldn't be, oh, will this car make it? Because clearly it will, and it'll be fucking epic. But you would then counteract that with, um, you know, taking E46. How many miles is that? 140 odd? Yeah, 5,000 more miles won't make a difference with that car. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, you know, that could be another another thing of, oh, the E46, will, I, it, will yeah. it be as good as the RS4 was? I would like to take that car around Europe yeah. when it's done. Same. Yeah. And who knows, we might even, I mean, I fucking doubt it, but we might even have a budget at some point to maybe be able to take the RS4 and the M3. Mm. I mean, how cool would that be to take the two of them? Yeah, that'd be good. Um, and then, you know, up to the Nürburgring and stuff like that. We would still go to the businesses that we go to and we'd still get work done on the cars. We'd do little bits ourselves. But the ultimate goal for me would be to hopefully be able to have enough of a budget to be able to do those kind of road trips because I just think it'd be fucking class. And the the Marbella one was well received. I think the first video on that's had well over 100,000 views, I think, out of yeah, that yeah, seven the days. Yeah, first one has, yeah. Um, it's done 300,000 views across the whole <clears> seven days. Yeah. Which, I mean, the only problem with that is that that's nowhere near, not even close to paid for that trip, is it? To pay for that trip, we would have needed to do um, 5 million views. Yeah, which is... And know, that would have just paid for the trip. Yeah. There would have been nothing on top. No. And that's that's the issue that we've got. I mean, obviously, that's taking it to the extreme, and that's paying for stuff full price. Hopefully, if we can work with other companies... Um, you know, as in promotion and um, and covering it and a bit of marketing and all that kind of shit. You'd like to hope that you'd, you'd start getting mates rates with certain yeah. um, certain things, so stuff's a bit cheaper for you to go on. Um, the one with the the lads at SOC, uh, SSOC, that's not that's not a profit thing. So that is purely this is how much it's costing. I think it's like five hundred and forty pound per person, including the car. It's obscenely cheap yeah. for nine nights away. For nine hotels and but stuff. But Simon, who's done the, the, the recon on it, he's done the, he, he's sort of like gone around and checked everything out and checked the roads out. You know, he's just done it so he knows, he's, we've done it, he's done it on a budget. Yeah. Because he knows, you know, each car, it's, is it £1,100 a car? Um, something, like something like that, I can't which remember. Is, yeah. Which is, all you've got to do is put the fuel in. So if it's um, 2,000 miles, it'll be about 500 quid for fuel. Yeah. So 16, 1,700 quid. Throw some food and drinks in there. Two and a half grand per car, all your drinks and food. Mm. I mean, that's it. Quid each. That's if you don't go crazy. Obviously, spunking fucking thousand pound bottles of champagne. But that's the watches. thing. These guys aren't, and that's not. I like. I don't want to take anything away from the Canon Run. That is not what I'm trying to say. The Mega Run, um, which is the the you know to I think it's to Portugal this year. Um, a lot of the lads on that are sound. That's what well, Cy was on it with. Who were going on the SSOC one with? Um, the difficulty is that there's a lot of parties and a lot of gatherings within that where those kind of people lot, yeah. aren't our kind of people. Well, as well, the Canon Run, there's a lot more expenses involved. They've, they do it a different way. There's like launch parties. There is um, dues. I mean, I remember getting to Alicante and there was a massive like venue on 
and it you know all that costs money oh shit loads yeah, so yeah, yeah. that's that what you're paying for party, yeah yeah if you if you want <clears> that <throat> we're doing this basically a bare bones one yeah so it's just it is what we're doing is just we're not going to turn up anywhere and there's going to be like a greeting a party no this that and the other uh, there's going to be nothing uh, nothing's going to be booked out it's just we're going to turn up and we're going to get what we get yeah and that's why it's you know a couple of grand cheaper yeah Definitely, but that's how, that's how I would like to see the the channel go. I don't know about your um, use guys' idea on where you would like it to go, what you would like us to do. Um, I'd still love to work with people in garages and and showing pr- new products off and new fucking I don't know new intakes, new exhausts, and what what businesses can do. But ultimately, the end goal would be them doing that to get the car ready to go on a massive road yeah, I think, trip. I think every every car we finish needs to be road tripped yeah um we did it with the rs4 even though in 30 i mean it wasn't it wasn't finished you can't say the back seats is like it's 99 percent finished we did everything to it that we wanted to do when we started out there's nothing there's nothing else there's two jobs outstanding on that car the back seats and sorting the paint workout and the oil leak and the oil leak from the, the valve en- cover but the engine needs to come out for that so it's a massive job and we'll probably do that at some point but it's not a job that needs doing right now um, so, and you can't say the paintwork was unfinished when we went on the cannon run because we wrapped it. Yeah. So the, we sort of like sorted the paintwork out. So really it was only the back seats and people said, I can't believe you've not sorted the back seats out, but it's only because, you know, you got negged out about the fact that they're not heated. Yeah. Well, stuff. yeah, because there's, there's controls in the back of the car, right? That for your heated seats in the back and the black ones out of the event would have fit, but they weren't heated. So you did then, that would have pissed me off. You then ended up having controls, heated seats that did fuck all. All right. So that's calm, calm down. Then. But then calm they down. obviously would have been the same colour. So calm, calm down. I'd rather try and make the seats we've got black. All right, calm down. <laughs> to to match the fucking wing max. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so, but obviously it's a job we've just not got around to yet. Because yeah. other shit, everything costs fortunes, doesn't it? Everything yeah. does. And and I'm only I'm only a little bit, a bit disappointed we didn't road trip the RS, um, the Focus RS. Because that wasn't really, there was nothing, we didn't set out to like, oh, we're going to do a mega restore on this. It was just a car that we used and we did some bits and bobs on. Um, do you think you could have handled a week without suspension? Oh, actually, yeah. That was pretty pretty harsh. Um, do you know this floor might go through? And that was, <laughs> and that's just Lee Zip. <laughs> I can feel the floor moving. The camera would have moved. I know that because I've seen the edits on it. It's all muscle, mate. So, yeah, we... I'm a bit disappointed we didn't do something with it, even if it was at the NC500 or something like that. Right. But well, you shit me up through them B roads instead. That video is still on there, by the way. That was our, that was our heavy, he- most heaviest produced oh video we've right. ever done. The effort that went into that video. It was a full day, and I mean a full day, and it was a full day of full, like full speed ahead with the with the film. We once sat in Costa Coffee for half of it. No. You know, it was like we. We didn't really have a break on that day. Nah, we started first thing, that. and I'm sure we got back about five, and it was like all day. But I enjoyed, I enjoy filming. I enjoy filming like certain bits, but um, it was a bit disappointing to know that we didn't really get anything back off it, you know, because it was a long day. Mm. Went up to Buxton, them, um, them B roads up there, some great roads up there, um, and that car. That's where that car is perfectly yeah. suited. It handles them roads so well. Siddy was actually asking me about Focus. Um, was he? RS, yeah. said, what did you think of it? So I said, it's a fun car, 
drives drives well. Um, just for us, it was it was what happened with um, the tuning company. So um, <laughs> did you nearly say the name of it yeah. then? <laughs> so um, it left a sour taste in our mouth, and but overall, he wanted a daily to average his miles out. And I said, can you really handle a manual gearbox? And he was like, that's the only thing putting me off. The thing is, to, for that car, to me, I like the way it looks, especially in that um, that flat grey, not yeah. the metallic light. I don't know which one it is. It's, it's like a darker, darker Nardo, isn't it? Yeah, it's like um, a very flat, pastely grey. I like it in that, with the forged wheels and um, with the shell seats. But it's just, as a day, it's more of a weekender. Very hard. And loads of people drive, drive them daily. And uh, we used to get shit for saying, oh, and people are like, oh, I drive it daily and stuff. Like, that's fine mm. if you can handle it. But you can get that suspension box that sorts the suspension out. Yeah, because it's we didn't get it. It's only a little thing. I think it's a thousand pound, nine hundred quid. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. harsh, isn't it? It can't be much more expensive to put coilovers on it, where you could get them potentially get the best of both worlds. Because mm. it was just, you know, a lot of people messaged us and commented on it saying, ah, oh, I drive it as a daily. There's nothing fucking wrong with it. Well. Clearly there is, because somebody's brought out a product to soften the suspension off for a grand, yeah. and clearly people are paying it, otherwise it wouldn't be a £1,000, would it? And uh, people are saying about the RS3 being overpriced, but that's what you're paying for. That car's twice the price of a Focus RS, but the suspension's twice as good, if not three times better, because it irons out them bumps, but it's still stiff. Yeah, so, the the rebound. Yeah. I, I've watched a few reviews from, you know, from a few other people since. Um, is that me? It is me. It's me dad. So I could speak of the devil. Yeah. I, I've yeah. got two tickets for um, for United on Tuesday against Brighton at home. So I messaged my dad last night and said, uh, do, you fancy the, do you fancy the game? Because I've not been for a while with my dad. Mm. And he never texted me back. <laughs> so I, I messaged him this morning saying, Oi, you cheeky, oi, you ignorant twat is what I put. So that gives you an idea of the kind of uh, relationship, relationship me and my dad have. And uh, yeah, he shit his pants then and he's ringing me. So um, <laughs> he fucking knows his place. Yeah. But I'll, I'll message him in a bit. But um, yeah, what was I saying then? Was you said about, about the focus. Yeah. yeah. Oh so, yeah, and a few people have reviewed the new RS3, and they've, they, every single person, Imran um, Evolve, massive BMW fanboy. He's even he was even said in that video, massive BMW fanboy, and even he said that the ride, the suspension, is fucking unbelievable. Really yeah, good. It is good. It's the one thing you notice straight away as soon as you hit some uneven roads. It's just it, it soaks the soaks the road up so well, but it's still a nice firm. Yeah. Um, drive but the um going back to the focus it's i'm i'm sorry we didn't do some sort of like road trip with it but we didn't so that's just that you'll have to excuse the the wind if you can hear it is that what that is yeah. is that the wind I it might be the, f- might be that or the rain oh yeah it's rain is it rain yeah, yeah. and a bit of wind pissing so it down we'll excuse the the this, the background noise yeah um, the next car to be finished who knows what the next car to be finished is um, surely it's got to be won't be the S15 for sure <laughs> <laughs> no it's got to be the RS4 track car surely it has to be yeah but that's not going to be a road car so we're not going to be going on a road trip so it's it. got to be the M3 then got to be the M3 I mean or the C63 the C63 wasn't it was, that car was bought as a long term investment because what I wanted to do I said I wanted to put the body kit on it the black series which hasn't changed but it's something for down the line because I didn't want to leave it two years to be able to buy that car because I know the prices would have gone up. Yeah. And in two years, the car's going to be uh, 12 years old. 
Yeah. So the mileage on it, 140 odd, in 20 years, 140,000 miles, no one's going to be asked. No. So the car's... Well under average miles. You know, so it's still going to be... Um, it's still going to be a car that's desirable. Um, I just didn't want to leave it too long to buy the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, the M3 was always like a restoration type. Well, actually, the M3 was bought the same way the C63 was bought. But the thing with the M3 is there's a lot of problems with it. So um, obviously subframe, um, the the stuff we did the other day, we didn't need to fix the brakes. But the M3, I think, is a good car to throw some money at because like an M car is always a good investment. Yeah. You know, it's always going to, if that's going to be OEM plus at the end, it'll be, you know, it'll be a nice car. You know, and I'm not saying I don't want it to, to resell because you probably won't make any money if you did do it to resell. But I want it just to look at it and say, yeah, I've done all this stuff on it. It's worth it. It's it mean. drives well. You know, doesn't drive amazing at the moment because obviously it needs some work doing, get the suspension springs done. Um, and it'll be good in the end. But again, it's for YouTube. It's a YouTube car, just yeah. like the C63 is. Even though the C63, I do, I do daily that around if I have to. My wife used it the other day to drop my daughter off and pick her up, only because the e-tron didn't have any charging. No, because she used it that much in the day. She'd used all the miles up, and she didn't get a chance to charge it up. So that's why the e-tron. Not, I don't want to talk about it too much, but that's why the e-tron's days are probably numbered. I think you know we. My wife and your missus and uh, Nick, the editor, is coming on the SSOC road trip. Yes. So we're paying for an extra car and Nick an extra room. Obviously, your missus is going to share with you. So we'll, instead of sharing together like we did before. So these road trips, really, uh, they're ticking the box because, like, your missus is not that arsed this year coming. But mine, like, she, she'll be like, oh, I'm missing out on something. So you take missus away, keep them happy. You do the road trip. Do the video in. Everyone's happy. Take Nick. He can do all the sort of like, want to get a bit more, maybe some more cinematic shots. Do you know at the beginning when, when, you, when you meet up in the morning, it's, un, it's unfortunate that you have to go around filming all the cars. You want to enjoy the moment, You want to enjoy you? it, yeah, yeah and yeah. speak to people. You feel yeah. a bit ignorant when you just, you're trying to film and trying to get yeah. people leaving the venue. Well, us leaving the venue now and all the other cars, Nick can get that. Yeah. And he's going to be filming knowing he's going to be editing it. So he's not... Hopefully he's not going to overfilm, but he'll have all the stuff there. He'll do all the filming and it'll make for me, I'll enjoy the trip more. Yeah, same. And then we can still have a camera. Yeah. We can still do some vlogging in the car, but he will have a separate camera as well. So he'll have, um, we can give him the A7 because that's fine. Yeah. We can even have, even have it on a gimbal. Yeah. You know, we can do some nice cinematics and then when we're in the car, we've still got our camera. We can put some GoPro footage in. So the overall... Uh, production might actually be a little bit better. Definitely, yeah, I think so. I think it'll be uh, it'll be good. I mean, it's even little bits like there was nothing really shot on the outside of the RS4, was there on the Marbella trip? And that's nothing. because there was nobody in another car to film the RS4. Yeah. You, know, you know, we were we were the ones doing the filming, and we were both sat inside the car, so it'd be cool. I think we're probably going to take the RS3 saloon because that should be here by then. I'm yep. expecting it to be here around the middle of March. So that'll look amazing. It's going to have a matte PPF on it. In green, obviously. What's that? Kyle Army Green. Kyle Army Green, yeah. So it's going to look really good. We're going in the end of May. Is it the end of May? 28th of May, yeah. So keep so, all that to yourself as well, by the way, because we've not actually told anybody that we're Matt PPF in it. So this is going to go on YouTube, and you just literally told everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> how many people are going to watch this? I don't know. Enough. 
Ah, oh, don't worry about Gordon it. Gordon Bennett. But keep that to yourself anyway, and then we'll... we'll I don't it's know not what like we'll do uh, this mad YouTube secret, is it? Well, yeah, it's supposed to be. Have you not seen how they big the like, people hype up these cars that come and... The thing is to me... ...and all that kind of stuff. I know we're going to get it Matt PPF'd. doesn't right. mean I don't want to see it Matt PPF'd. Yeah. It's the fact of... I know in theory what it should look like, yeah. but I want to see it, and I'm still going to have this amazing, like, wow, that looks amazing. I hope it looks amazing because we're getting it done. Um, it's already booked in and everything. We're just mm. waiting. Same booked in. It's not booked in on a date because we don't know when we're getting the car, but it's booked in as in this company is, is doing it. it. It's yeah. expecting it. It's all ready. Um, we just got to get the car and give it to them. So it's going to go to a detailer first. Yeah. Who knows? We might we might not take it to Waxing Away. We might take it somewhere else. Just just for a variety, not because James is shit at the job, obviously. He's fucking amazing. He's amazing. He did the first one. <clears throat> and all detailers are, all detailers that are proper detailers, um, they're all great at the job. So for us, we'll, we might take it somewhere else just for variety. Yeah. You know what I mean? So rather than keep taking things back to the same place, then it's going to get Matt PPF. I still want to see it. I still want to see that car. It's going to look amazing. I think so, yeah. <clears throat> and it'll look amazing going through Europe on some of them roads, some of the windy roads that uh, Simon's said we're going to go on. And I mean, obviously we don't know. He's just explained it to us, but it sounds good. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Some of the roads he's, he's telling us that he's been on are, are epic. There's plenty of places to pull over and get some, some more filming done and, and cool shots. And obviously um, Nick will be taking the drone. Yeah. If I can find the charger. <coughs> what, you've lost the char charger to the yeah, drone? because I fucking moved house and I can't find anything. Looks but sick. the wardrobes are getting done. Um, Next week, I think. So you can start packing shit away. So I can, well, I can, I can start unboxing the boxes because right. that's where all the shit is. But right. I'm not going through 75 boxes to try and find one charger. And do you know what all this thing about being marked up, office and bedroom and this, that and the other? It's fucking pointless. I've got boxes with office on. There's loads of them. <laughs> I'm not opening all these boxes with office in. That's where the charger is. I can't be asked. I'd rather right. just wait for the... Wardrobes to get fitted. Fine. But anyway, we'll have all that shit anyway. So it'll be it'll be a cool video. But I mean, the reason why we got onto this subject was because of that was my sort of plan and idea as to where I wanted the YouTube channel to go. So do you sort of agree with I with that avenue? Or do you see it going in a completely different way? I can see it going splitting off into more variety. So We'll still do what we do, but I think in a more limited, like the stuff we're doing on Evil GT now, I think we won't do as much of that. I feel like we'll end up doing more podcasts. Right. Because they're dead easy. You just sat there doing that. You can have a brew and not that you can see it because we've done it over there. Got me sweets over there and we're going to get people on. I enjoy doing the podcasts. Right. Um, also... <laughs> Have um, as many podcasts as you want. If you've got nothing to talk about in them, you're going to be struggling. Yeah, but that's why you get other people on. I like, like, you You say I'm antisocial. Yeah. I do actually like talking to people if it's interesting. Right. You know, when some people talk to you and it's just like, I don't really want to talk to you because it's boring. <laughs> well, if someone's got a good story. Yeah. Oh, it, I've got loads of them, me, mate. Yeah, exactly. So I'll talk to you all day then. <laughs> but if you've got a good story, like we're going to get Nathan on from um, D13. Is Fucking it? hell. What? He's going to have some stories in. I thought you meant you're not supposed to say that then. No. Well, that's fine. So we're going to get Nathan on. He's He's been a stunt driver, he still is. Fast and Furious stunt he's driver. He's just got back from the Murder Mysteries 2. He's filming Murder Mysteries 2 with Jennifer Aniston or something in oh, Paris. Okay, yeah. It's like they shut the Art de Triomphe and the 
What's the Arc de Triumph? And there's another one in there. I can't remember the other one. Eiffel Tower? No. Um, oh, fucking hell, I can't remember it. But they've uh, they closed it all down for them to go fucking about in cars. They say it was class. Well, he doesn't need to come on now because you just told all the stories, haven't <clears> you? <throat> That's only... Um, trust, he's going to have... I mean, fucking hell. For anyone who's watched the... When we did the um, My Dream Machine... Yes. We did the live show uh, with them. And Nathan and Shane did the live shows together. So, obviously, is the other one. He's not Shane. He's the other one, Nathan. And uh, Nathan Gerhold and fucking hell, man. He is... He, if you... If you um, had a, a picture version of the dictionary and you, you had like the word in it, nutter, you'd just have him, <laughs> you'd have yeah, a picture yeah. of Nathan next to him. He's it, like you? a box of frogs. Yeah, he is. He's just mad, he is mad. <laughs> so we're going to get him on, he'll have loads of stories, it'll be dead interesting. He's got stories about doing the cannon run, going, yeah. going through the, going through the passes and stuff. There's, to be honest, I don't think two hours is going to be enough with Nathan. No, I don't. Um, it'll be funny we, though. But yeah, these are all lined up. They've they've agreed to do it, so we'll get them on. Uh, but we'll go to their place rather than inconveniencing them yeah. coming over here. Let me tell you why we're going. Because it's a fucking bar, mate. Oh, yeah, we're going to get pissed up as well. We'll get the missus <coughs> to uh, pick us up. Yeah, D13. We'll have a few jars. Because uh, Nathan's banging to his baby Guinness. We all love a baby Guinness, right? Apart from you. But the only reason you don't like him is because we had about six or seven yeah, in a row. Yeah, I fucking feel sick as a dog after. <laughs> I don't mind one, but it's like, oh, I have another one. You love that, yeah. don't you? No, yeah. I just fucking had it to be sociable. <laughs> it's like, just give me a beer and maybe maybe a rum and coke after. No, mate. We're getting I'm, I'm good to go. We're getting on it. Baby Guinness. Nathan, you know Nathan, if we're in his bar where the podcast is happening, you're not going to get away with just having one or two well, beers. You know that, don't you? <laughs> he needs to get the equipment back. You can't get that back pissed, can we? <laughs> So, yeah, it's only a couple of lights and tripod camera and this bit of stuff and the two arms and two more arms and two more microphones. There's a shitload All of stuff. All the cables. Yeah, there's a shitload <laughs> of stuff we need to take. Yeah. But we'll do it anyway. Like you say, it's in a bar, so we'll get a few beers. We'll be pissed before it starts because we'll be having a beer while we're setting the stuff up. Yep. I cannot so wait for this, you know. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it, will it will be a good one. And then we'll see after that. We'll be going to Autumn on Friday, so we'll see how difficult it is to take all the stuff and set it up and uh, then obviously unassemble it all but we'll see anyway yeah. it might not work we might have to just sort this out properly in here so people can come here because you just don't know do you no we don't but either way it'll so, be uh it'll be good we've also got motti and so paul mott it runs a seti he is the face of a seti performance well shane is technically um but shane um and shane lynch and motti are going to be coming on at some point as well right, well I've got, um, i I've don't got know my if, questions i don't know if shane knows that yet i've got my questions shane we just need to uh, we just need to double check with his agent yeah. but um i've already asked him some questions about being in boy zone have you what yeah, did you when ask I him? Met him i said is it shit and what did he say I said yeah <laughs> i didn't say yeah well he said something along them lines he prefers fucking about in cars doesn't he, he? said no i said um do you like the music stuff and he's like yeah, yeah, it's all right. Pays the bills. And obviously, oh, he's got he's got an Irish accent. I can't, I can't do Irish. Don't you get fucking called for it? Oh, anyway. get called for it. Yeah. So um, I was like, so, so the cast. How long have you been doing the car stuff? So he's like, oh, years, like way back. I said, what do you prefer? He said, the cars. That was it. Clearly, I mean, he does the. Is it Boys on Block? It's called now or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, do you know what? what I mean, he's it? been doing it for probably thirty years, hasn't he? So yeah. maybe even longer. But yeah. he come. I think he come from cars. And yeah, then he was into a mechanic. Yeah, then into music. Mechanic, yeah. And then obviously he's he's followed his obviously another passion. Um. Anyway, he can tell you all about that. It's just third third hand stories. Yeah, it was isn't funny it? when you said, um, "How many cars have you owned?" And he was like, "What fucking total?" 
He was like, yeah, how many have you owned? He said, fuck, I don't know. I own about 20 now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> He's got a lot of cars. We could probably have two hours just going through what he remembers he's owned. Yeah. Which yeah. would be quite funny because he's probably owned, well, if you've owned a lot of cars, there's probably not much you haven't owned. No. So whereas you probably struggled with one or two, remembering what you'd had. I had to properly write mine down. Yeah. Go through the years and remember my life and like, okay, yeah, that was that. And I might have missed one or two, but they can't have been that memorable could they? No. If, if you miss them out. I reckon he'll just be like, fucking hell. I bet he's struggled to remember what he owns now. Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, he's well, a we'll cool guy. Him, anyway. we'll um, massive petrol head, so he'll be good for you lot. Uh, Motty does all kinds of fucking random shit. He's he, like a commentator for drifting. Yeah, I think Motty's going to be one of them surprising podcast guests because you're probably going to walk away thinking, well, I know a lot more about you, but I'm surprised. Yeah. Like, with Shane and stuff like that, we know, we know sort of, because he's been in the public eye for so long, we probably know quite a lot of what's going on. It's in the news, isn't it? Um, so, but going back to, um, going back to where I see the channel. Yeah. I can see doing that and doing some more podcasts. And I'm on the same page with the road trips, but for me, there has to be um, an, an objective, like, um, like there needs to be some sort of reason to do it. So like when we did the RS4, we asked everybody on the channel way back when we first started, we had the GTR, RS4, Focus RS, was it? Yeah. Was it? Was there yeah, anything yeah. else hanging around? So. And we said, which one should we do the Canon run on? 1,700 miles and loads of people. Enough people, more people said the RS4 than anything else. It was about 75, else. 80% on it that yeah. said take the RS4. So we said, right, okay, we'll do the RS4 then. Because people said, oh, I said, there's no chance that car's making it. Um, and obviously it did. It smashed it. Pissed, pissed it. it. And that, to me, was the objective. Will our 160,000-mile car make it, you know, 1,700 miles through Spain? Different altitude. I mean, we were high up, real high up. Um, and that affected the oil temp yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were out in the middle of nowhere and the car, the car made it. It's more for me that car now has got a really, really good story because it's like it's made it. It's made it to Marbella, which is right down the bottom of Spain. Yeah. It's it's not you can't go much further. And it made it. And we sort of like we didn't zigzag, but we we came down, went over, you sort of like just going sideways when you go to Andorra. Then you're coming down the coast and um it was really good. It was a really good trip. Um bit of change because we're supposed to have driven Euro tunnel, but we couldn't go through France. So we're supposed to have gone through France, the original trip. Yeah. Which was a bit disappointed. But that's to me is the objective was achieved. We made it. And that's the thing. If you've got the the, the M3 will be the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same We've, scenario. Will that make it? Yeah, will that make it? Because it's a high mileage car. So that's fine for me. Because it's always going to be in the back of your mind. This car's done a lot of miles. Will it make it? And that is enough. But taking the RS3, the brand new one, mm -hmm. well, if it doesn't make it. And it's not a very good advert for Audi, is it? Well, no, but it's it'd brand be a new. fucking good YouTube video, though, won't it? It'll be great. Our <laughs> RS3. Um, it looked great. Matt PPF, Kyle Amy Green. At the side of the road. Uh, being Broken. Told, being towed back, yeah. So <laughs> maybe that is the objective. Will our brand new car make it well, X amount of miles? I think I, I agree with you with the objective thing. I do agree with you to a certain extent, but I also um, think that there's been um, enough videos done and enough road trips done without you know the objective can just be does does it make a good grand tourer is that rs3 does it ride well enough i mean for me 
that probably would be one of, if not, it was certainly one of the most perfect cars for that kind of trip. Well, now you've now you've sort of like touted it that way. Will, what's this car like to drive two thousand miles? Because let's be honest, you're going to be doing. You're probably going to be doing two and a half thousand miles. Pro- Actually, you're going to be doing more. We've got to drive it back. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a four thousand miles minimum for. Yeah. So. We drove our we drove our brand new RS three four thousand miles. What's it like? We did a month's worth of driving in a week. Yeah. What was it like to drive <laughs> it? So really, it's like an extended review. Yeah. You know, people do car reviews in like one one video. We're going to do it over nine days, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna address every single issue that car has for being a daily driver. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's got any. But <sighs> well, no, we'll soon find really. out, won't we? Well, yeah, exactly because. If you're if you're in because you're going to be spending what best six seven six hours a day probably in the car a lot yeah on, it's obviously it's on and off you stop for fuel and you 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 know that kind of stuff but probably five to six hours a day so you're going to be spending a lot of time in that car but knowing how that car uh, rides it's fucking comfortable well there's loads of stuff we can touch on yeah um, <clears throat> you know I know it's a bit anorak but you know MPG. We drove it for all that time. How much does it cost to well, do 4,000 miles? And bearing in mind, we're going to drive it spiritedly. Oh, yeah. Well, I was struggling to get 20 miles to the gallon. Right, okay. Out of the grey one. That's poor. Yeah, I was struggling. Well, you but you drive it like a prick, though, don't I, you? I drive it hard, yeah, because, well, I, there's not many cars that I enjoy driving um, hard. Some, like that A35, fucking hell. <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not getting on with it. I, I don't know. I don't really like it all that much. Well, it's only a loner, isn't it? So it's yeah, not, it's not as easy. It's, to um, it, no, it? it's not. But it's uh, it's something that you just leave it in comfort and that you just sort doesn't, of tootle around in it. Doesn't egg you on to put your foot down. Not really. No. I'm sure the A45s is a whole different animal. I've never driven that car, by the way. Everybody says it's fucking mint. I'm sure it is mint. But that's a much more. You only have to look at that to realise that is a much more focused car. Like oh a, yeah, it looks aggressive to yeah, start with anyway. Yeah, so just, you can just on that straight away. Where is this? I mean, it's only the same as the S3. Um, exactly the same as the S3. The the S3 is like a half baked version, isn't it? It's an A3 with 300 horsepower, and that is an A class with 300 horsepower. It just fit. I think it, it's 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 been made worse. It'd been the same if I got out of any other car with 400 plus horsepower, um, and into that, it's very very underwhelming. You'd be like fucking hell. And we've this said this a, before. We've yeah. driven too many high-powered cars now. I remember getting an S3 for the first time, and I was like, fucking hell, this is fast, this. Mm. Um, and then when you've daily driven um, an RS3, and you get into an A35, and you do sound very ungrateful. Like, yeah. I look back at it now and think, fucking hell, I aspired to have an S3. I mean, I paid a fortune in company car tax to have an S3, and I love that car. Um, but then I reckon if I'd have had, which I did do, I had my RS3 and I daily drove that. Well, my missus did, but I had the RS3. If I'd have gone back to an S3, I'd have had the exact same opinion as I've got about this A35. So it's a it's a harsh comment for me to be slagging the A35 off because you're coming out of an RS3, as it would yeah. be if you come out of an A45S or anything else with 400 horsepower. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I, I feel underwhelmed in the RS3 yeah. just because the last car I owned was a... I know I had the RS6, that's more my wife's, but... They were both 600-and-odd horsepower cars, GTR and the RS6. Mm-hmm. So, you know, getting in a 400-horsepower hot hatch, yeah, it's lighter, so 400 isn't the same as 400 in an RS6. So it's probably the equivalent of driving something 450-ish, 
you know, weight, power to weight and stuff. Uh, but I was underwhelmed in the RS6. It was only the GTR that I thought, wow, this car is a fun car to drive. And I do miss that car. Yeah. I miss that uh, GTR because just the way it was a, if, if you wanted, if you wanted some fun in it, it was there on tap. It was, just, and it, it was a, a comfy car as well. It was a proper sense of occasion, that car, wasn't it? Because mm. you heard all the all the little knocks, all the rattles, you heard the exhaust, you heard the engine, you heard Turbos, the transmission, yeah. you heard you heard everything about it, everything mechanical. You felt even as a passenger, you felt very involved in um you felt very involved in the drive of the car because yeah. you could hear everything going on. Um and that's that's the thing in it, I suppose. That's um I think there was ever a car that I might probably consider owning again. It probably would have been one of them. Um, just because it's a shame that the, the used car market is so expensive. Yes, I sold is. that car to take the cash out because it was all cash that I sold, had in the car. Uh, there was no finance on it to, to, to put into the deposit in this house. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's, I'd probably still have it. Yeah, Because I would have had no reason to... It wouldn't have cost me any money apart from insurance and tax. But now we've got this Reese Motor Insurance... It'd be under that anyway. So you can't even say the insurance would be costing me any extra money because no. it would be insured under our blanket um, trade insurance. It'd only be the tax a year. That car would cost 500 quid to keep on the drive. Why would you even consider selling it in this day and age? Because prices are just staying the same. Mad, isn't it? And um, I wouldn't get the opportunity. Like I walked into the showroom to buy that car in mm-hmm. 2019. It was I remember it was warm and um, I went in. And I said to Jonathan, who was in um, Westway Nissan in Manchester, have you, I wanted a 70 grander second hand. And he said, I can sell you a new one for 80. And I was like, right, I'll have a new one then. And he mm-hmm. said, I've got one there in the showroom. Better interest rate and better yeah, yeah. RV and all that kind exactly, of stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, and I bought the brand new one. And I went back. I think I went back about a week later. Because I, I was supposed to have been getting it detailed. But it was supposed to be going from the dealer to the dealer and it just all fell apart and they were like, oh, I can't get it in till next. I said, I'll just take it and do it myself. Mm. And I never, uh, you know, for a ceramic coating. Yeah. And I never had it done just because. We've well. got the facility to get that boxed off this time round. Yeah, we have, yeah. I suppose the only issues you ever had with that was the clicking wheel, wasn't it? Clicking wheel and then the the, the paint's soft as shit. Mm, yeah. I'd, any car now, and it's not the fact of, when you trade a car in, if you've got stone chips on the front, I don't really think it makes a mad difference to the trading price. A PPF front end is about eleven, twelve hundred quid. But I would PPF it purely for the fact of matching paint up. Ah, oh, ball eight. Oh, it's out of experience now. Yeah. The time going back to the body shop to match it up, it's just I can't be asked. Yeah. So I'd PPF it just so because the chunk that fell off the wing, it was like it was nearly as big as your your fingernail. But it was it like just, super thin, wasn't it? It was almost like it was just one layer of paint. Yeah. That was it. There was, you know, there was just there was that, and then you just saw the wing, didn't you? That underneath it, yeah, there was yeah. nothing. Just the way it fell off, though. No, I don't even yeah. know what did it. No, no, I don't know. So um, I'd get it done for that fact, not because I particularly asked about stone chips. It's the fact if you get a really big one, you'd want to fix it. Yeah, I'm not bothered about the little ones. I'm not bothered about resale value because people like PPF it because when you take it and trade it in, it's like. It's got a perfect front end. It's just a fact of if you ever do need to paint it, I couldn't be asked. Just leave it factory. And them Nissans, there's about 17 different shades of white on the car anyway. Yeah. Because Sean at the body shop, he said the reason it's it's so bad to match it up, he had a swatch at the at the front in white. He put it on the paint and you think, yeah, that's okay. Went to the back of the car, completely different. So the paint changed as the car went to the back. Yeah. 
And then anything's painted plastic is a different colour. So it's a plastic bumper going onto a steel bonnet and a steel wing. All different colours. Everything. It was, it was like for a white car, because now when you look at new cars and you look at the front bumper, back bumper, compared to the, the rest of it that's metal, you go, oh yeah, you can just about see it. But that car, even from the back bumper to the rear quarter, that was obviously different. But then you went to the door, that was slightly different. Then the door handle surround was completely different. Oh, massively. Miles um, out. Like cream. Yeah. And then you went to your front bumper, that was different. The wing, like it was all just fucking... It. it was like it had been... I mean, it might be, I don't know. It was all painted in a diff- in different factories <laughs> and then it was bought to one place and put together. Yeah, yeah. That's what it. That's, that's what, how it looked. When if you, you said to do that, hold. I would be like, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Well, the bit above, as you close the door, there's a bit above the door and it's separated by little seams. That was a different colour as well. <laughs> I was like, fuck me. But you only recognise it when you're in the body shop yeah. and it's pointed out. Because I said to a guy, I was at the body shop and... And I was just stood outside waiting for something to happen. And I was like, yeah, mate, just have a look at that car. What Can you tell me? Does anything jump out of you? And he's like, he looked at it. He was like, mm, no, what, what am I looking for? And that's the point. Yeah. It's because you know it's there. If nobody nobody knows it's there, you wouldn't be like, oh, that bumper, it's like 17 shades wrong. He did, he's, and then when I told him about it, it was like, oh, yeah, now you said that. Yeah, yeah, I, you yeah. Can see it. it is a different shade. And um, what amazed us even more was that the bumper had been painted at the same time as the wing. So the exact same paint in the same can had painted the bumper and then painted the wing. All done, put back together. And then you looked at it and went, the fucking wings a different color to the bumper. Yeah. It's like, it's fucking impossible. It's literally been painted at the same time. Same time. (laughs) But anyway, but Sean came out with the, what was it called? Pearl white or something. Yeah, what it's pearl it white on there. He came out with the with the. He said, "I can't remember how many it was. It was like twenty or thirty different pearl white Nissan pearl white." Something like and that. And he went, yeah. "Here's the here's the swatch for pearl white Nissan pearl white." And there was like fucking loads of them. So he's putting. And they all look different. Yeah, one down, <laughs> one down. One. He said, "Right, well, what we'll do is this time we'll put a bit more red in, and then we'll um, we'll blend it in again. But hopefully that'll sort of and and I think that that sort of was the closest he, in the end. Yeah, he it? did it in the end, and I was I was more than happy with it. It's just the fact of getting there. Um, if he, he, he sort of like he, he feathered it in over the bonnet yeah and it was like oh it was a mad job he was like it's just the ball ache and it's funny because I had some paint work done on it previously and um, just on the rear quarter and I don't think I've told this story I'll tell you anyway because it's the podcast I like telling secret stories on the podcast well when I got that car it was a week old went to a car park um, the boots so pulled out and I went down and I was pulling out the car park. So there was a junction at the end. And I just got to the end there. And then I was waiting for a car in front to pull out. And this woman, old woman actually, going back to my other thing about old women. <laughs> she just checked. She must have just checked one way. And then she started reversing. And I was like, you ain't stopping. I was like, you can't see me, can you? And you know when you start going through in your mind? Yeah. So beat me on knowing she wasn't stopping. She only crawling out. She wasn't going fast. It was yeah. just like, bang, shit me rear quarter. I was like, fuck's sake. So anyway, obviously she realised she did something. Yeah. So it pushed the, the back panel in. And I think it was the plastic, the bumper bit. And it pierced. So whatever was hang, holding the bumper on, it pushed it through. So it done a little sort of like crack seam thing. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad, it wasn't bad. Yeah. So anyway, I had to go and get it touched up. It's only a hundred quid job. 
And I remember um, Al, I think his name is, at the body shop, he was like, fucking ball ache these. Three-stage pearl, innit? Three-stage pearl. He said they're a nightmare to match up. I was like, well, obviously, see what you can do. There's nothing. Because he was the guy I used to use before um, we even knew Sean because I don't even think we had a car. No. Actually, no, I wasn't even doing YouTube at the time. That's no, why. you weren't. So anyway, he did it. And do you know what? It was fine, but I think it was in an area where you got away with it because it was only a panel like this. It was the tiny little bit at the back and he feathered it in. He said he was going to feather it in and I thought, yeah, sound that. It was bang on. And it was bit the bit of the car that probably is the, the more factory colour than coming out of the factory. <laughs> so, Well, that's um, the thing. That, that takes us back to that Nissan. I mean, for the performance and the amount of boxes that car ticks for 80 grand. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. But if that had a German badge on it with a German interior... It's 120, 130 grand car. And that's, that's, the, uh, that's the issue, isn't it? Anyway, it wouldn't be bad having a German badge on it. At least, you know, it'd be put together decent. <laughs> Mechanically, the, the chaps have got shit like... The drivetrain, if you stripped away everything else and just had the engine and drivetrain, it's... Nothing needs changing on it. No. It's perfect. It's just... It, the car's been... In my opinion, the car finish... I mean, it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on the road like a, like an R35. There's nothing even close to it. I mean, what is close to that car? Nothing. Not not a two door coupe. No, the way, the way it looks. No. Um, so it's so they've not done that. They've done that really well. It's the fact of how they've done it. Yeah. Because it, it's just like, to me, I mean, they can make a hundred and fifty grand car. It's the Nismo, but that's that's not. They've not put it together any differently. As in, the interior is slightly different. Um, and obviously like the exterior suspension and stuff. Yeah, it's got all completely different <laughs> running gear and stuff, like the suspension and uh, wheels and but and obviously the engine's more powerful. But I'm talking about like the quality of the interior is still going to be the quality of the interior. I just think for but then again, when you think about it, eighty grand for a car, and you look at now the RS3, the RS3 at sixty grand, the interior is fucking shocking. Yeah, yeah, it is for a sixty grand car. And really, the GTR is arguably a much better car if you want performance. Yeah. You know, so... Well, what are they, what are they out there? What are they out the factory? Not 16 quarter mile. What did we... Uh, the GTR? Yeah, what did we get when we was, when we was dragging it? Um, on, on paper, it's supposed to be... On paper, it's supposed to be 2.9. Right. But I never got that. What did we get? Can you remember? The fastest we got out of it, uh, stock, I think, was 3.5. So I did a 3.38 in the RS3. Yeah, yeah. That's and what was the quarter mile? Um, Can you remember? I know that we did a 10 point, was it just under 10.9 when it's like 10.88 10 or 10.89 or something yeah. we did. But that was when it was tuned. Yeah, it tuned, yeah. So I reckon out the box, they're probably not too dissimilar. Mm, maybe. The, um, I mean, when you think of the RS3's got 400 horse, well, it's got 408 with 560 newton meters. So the GTR's got 563, to be exact, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, 630 newton meters. Right. So really, it's only the horsepower that's way above torques, yeah. not a million miles off. So yeah, you might be right, actually. For that extra 20 grand, are you getting that much more? Um, but to me, it's not about... I suppose it does come into the effect actually of when you think the GTR is uh, the gearbox 
to me is um it's a quicker gearbox mm -hmm. but then again it doesn't get to 60 any quicker so can't be that much quicker can it but it's the it's it's the involvement the car gives you the mechanics of it you feel the gearbox change gear yeah but then we've said this about this new rs3 you feel like there's some clunks and stuff, like diff clunks now in that car, isn't there? Yeah, there is. You can definitely feel... feels a bit, a little bit more raw. It's still not... It's yeah. still... You can tell that the doors are well put... I know it sounds fucking stupid to say, but you can tell that... You can tell it's been put together a little bit better than a Nissan has, if that yeah, makes the, sense. the quality, the build quality on... It's an Audi, isn't it? Yeah. So it's <clears> going to be better. But maybe that's why the Nissan uh, GTR is so makes you feel so involved in the car is because it's not been put together yeah. brilliantly um and then we say it's not been put to together very well i mean that's just our opinion it might be might be put together amazingly yeah. we just not seen it as being put together very well so i mean you're comparing two cars that are not really there to be compared you know completely different categories one's a one's a two-door coupe and one's a four-door five-door hatchback yeah so um with different engines you know the GTR's got more or less two of everything, two clutches, two turbos, you know, it's a V6, whereas the RS3 couldn't be, <laughs> everything's different, it's got one yeah. turbo, you know, one clutch, I presume it's got one clutch. No, it's twin clutch. Is it twin clutch? Yeah, that? it's DSG, yeah. Um, so, it's, you know, it, yeah, it, it's close, but the engine's still, you know, you're miles away on the engine, size-wise, Mm -hmm. and setup wise but people probably say the the engine's a better engine anyway what out of that nah they're, they are both unbelievable blocks in their own right aren't they i mean fucking hell there's two thousand horsepower uh gtr isn't there two and a half thousand i think yeah i think can... if you if you wanted to tune a car you'd probably get a gtr yeah but then the yanks have done i mean obviously it's still half as much but i think the yanks have done 11 1200 horsepower in a in a rs3 which is fucking ridiculous yeah. from if a two-and-a-half-litre five-part. Obviously, everything's reinforced and built, and, but that's only, you know, it's only the same. So in theory, if you, were, if you had 75 grand to spend on a second-hand car, the RS3, we've seen them up for 75? Yeah, I think the cheapest one now is 70 bags, isn't it? Launch edition. And I don't know whether they're selling for that now. I've no idea. No, no I've, I've not looked. Um, and, like, say you could pick up a GTR for... You know, like a one-year-old for 75. Because surely an 80 grand car is, is 75 now. Uh, one year old. So it's slightly older. What would you prefer for 75 grand? A GTR with 5,000 miles on it or an RS3 with 5,000 miles on it? Because age is irrelevant, really, when you think about it. It is. It's mileage. That... I suppose it's what you would need the car for because even though it's got two seats in the back of the GTR, well, they're fucking pointless, aren't they? Mm. So I suppose, I mean, particularly behind you, I reckon you could maybe squeeze somebody in behind me driving the GTR, but definitely not behind you. So I suppose it just depends if you needed the back seats. See, the RS3 is a more practical car. But I can't believe we've gone on to the, the thingy of this. This is how you go off on a tangent. I'm not pointing over there. I'm just oh, like, I'm, yeah. I'm just doing like this in general. Um, because they're two completely different cars, as you've said. I don't. I, 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 the only thing it would ever come down to, if I, if I didn't need the back seats, I'd have a GTR. If I did then it would obviously be the RS3. And the thing is, for me, is I would probably have the RS3 just for that fact that there is usable back seats yeah. um, and the boot's better. And it's funny because I got the GTR because it had a boot from the <laughs> yeah, GT3. Get your bats in it. Because the GT3 had, well, it's got a front boot. A but, fruit. 
A fruit, yeah. <laughs> but it's useless. It's use well, it's useful for something, but not much. Your little probably your chihuahua bag. Yeah, a little bag, <laughs> a little man bag. But um yeah, it's but the GTR I would enjoy driving the GTR more than the RS three just because but then again mine was slightly modified, even with the wide pipe. I don't mean when it was modified in um horsepower, I mean yeah. with the wide pipe. It's just a more a car that involves you more in driving. Um I I enjoy driving the GTR more than I enjoy driving the RS3, but practicality would probably win. Yeah. It'd probably win overall. And you can, if you want to, tune the RS3 yeah. up to 500 horses, which yeah. I presume isn't 520 out of that RS3. Stage two, 520. Stage, stage two. Well, it yeah. wasn't the old one. I don't know if yeah. it's going to be any different than this it's, one. I assume it's about it's the same. Be, it's going to be roughly yeah. the same. Downpipe, intercooler. And does that does that tick the box then? Um you get a bit of more involvement driving it because you can hear it a bit more. I presume a stage two, you're going to be able to hear shit more than... Turbo flutters. Yeah, I mean, just a bit. I mean, we've heard the stuff in Awesome GTI, some of the noises coming out of them cars. They are Asbo. Yeah. I mean, they're really loud. There was a Golf R in the other day, and that was just, fuck me, that was just crazy. Mm. I would have loved to drive that for a day <laughs> just because it had so many noises coming out of it. Yeah. It was popping and banging for so long. It was like the... The GTR, and the only GTR had the pops and bangs, man. And you just touched it after you put your foot down. It was like, but it lasted for ages, remember? It was like that. It's not for everyone, but it's fun. Some people ask for it, some people don't. But the good thing is now they can tune them in. If you want it, you can have it. If you don't, you don't have it. But um, but yeah, I can't believe we've just spent probably about 20 minutes comparing the RS3 to the GTR. I think that goes to show how much further the... Uh, RS3s come on yeah than the old one because it, although we probably touched on it very briefly when we had the white one um, we sort of was a bit like oh RS3 GTR when uh, when we had the white sport edition but it was it was it was literally just a quick oh well you know money and all that kind of shit whereas this time around I think there's genuine there is genuine um, reason money wise you've even gone as far as to say you think it's a baby GTR yeah, I do, yeah, because um, the way it handles for a start, because obviously you've got rear bias, and um, yeah, basically that. It's just the way it handles. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the way the GTR used to handle, and that's why I feel like it's just a, a lower-powered version. But when you say lower-powered version, it, it can hit 60 more or less in the same time, if not faster. The GTR, the problem with the GTR was... Um, if anything, it's too much power. Lay so the wheels, the wheels spin. <clears throat> it struggled to lay its power down. Yeah. I was talking to Tabby about the RS3, the new one, and he was saying how they've Audi have managed to fine tune that launch now. Just it uses ninety nine point nine percent of its power throughout. You know the launch of it to get every ounce of because um, they've given it no no more horsepower. Obviously, it's got um, more torque which we had an idea. I, I knew straight away when I drove it. I said yeah. it was more, you could definitely feel it was more torque. Well, you're saying they've given it no more horsepower. It's got, it's got 13 more horsepower. Yeah, over but, the old one. But have they done that on purpose? So that tagline we put, why have Audi done this on a video, on the on the dyno video, wasn't clickbait. It's like, why have they give it 408? Mm. It's supposed to be four. It's supposed to be 400 PS in it. 400 PS, yeah. Which so is still should be 395. Five, something um, like that. So yeah. why have Audi give it 400 at 8? I don't know. I mean, it was a freezing cold day. I can't remember when we 
dynoed the old one. That may have been around 400, 405 if it was on a cold day. Well, yeah, maybe. Well, but it'd be good to get <clears> the green one on, just on a quick one, whether it's just part of another video. Yeah, it probably will be. You know, we won't do a full, might not do a full one on it. Yeah, we can just say it was the first dyno a fluke. Yeah, and we stick that on, and Tabby will just do his three runs quick on it. And um, yeah, we'll see. It'll be curious. Mm. Have we got, is the grey one like a fluke of Audi? And because it's a launch edition one, have they just fired these cars off the production line to get them out there and just said, the guy's like, right, I'm dialing this in. What do you want? I'll just fucking put anything on it. <laughs> just get it out the door. We need to get them out the door, these chip shortages and stuff. Yeah. And they just said, well, all right, just 408. And then the next one's like 395. And then the next one like 415 and shit like that. Knowing the Germans, I reckon there's a bit more that goes into it than that. <laughs> yeah, probably is, yeah. Just stick this map just on it. Just fucking stick anything on it. Get it out the door. He's like, oh, Friday afternoon. I want to yeah. go to the pub. Well, if it was Friday afternoon at the JLR in Speak, I reckon that's probably how it goes there. Look, yeah. you know, what yeah, do you mean like two bolts in the door? Fuck's sake, I only thought there was one. I need another wheel on this. Just fucking roll it out. <laughs> Three will do. Stick people, a skateboard under people the People have one. trikes, don't they? <laughs> that's oh. not saying Jaguar or Land Rover. We're joking for fuck's it's, sake. It's only a joke. There's a thing. Top Gear did a thing years ago saying, what is the most unreliable car? And it's Land Rover. Mm. So still that's is, not us. That's not us saying it. It's the most unreliable car on the road. I'm pretty sure it still is, yeah. I'm sure the last, um, the last uh, list that we saw was... Um, was JLI, yeah. Right. Well, I think yeah. that's we've done definitely done a couple of hours of uh, talking bollocks as usual. Yeah. Have we got any more to um, fill in before we before we sign off? Or is it too much? We have to put it into next week's. Yeah, probably next week's. We've got loads to talk about with Shane and Motti, with Nathan at D13, with Awesome GTI and the lads, Mark, Tabby, Habib, and who else we can, you know. I'm looking forward to the uh, Awesome GTI one. <clears throat> yeah, I think it'll be, be good. It'll be good. It'll be good from a, a variety point of view because... We're probably going to have half an hour with everyone. Yeah. And it might be a long one. Like we said on the last one, it might have to split up. Who knows? We're just going to film it all and then we're going to see what we've got. I'll tell you what I would like to ask you guys. If for... Right, when... It, oh, I'll tell you who else we're going down to do a podcast with. Jay Cannon. I forgot about that. Yeah, we said that. You said that. Yeah, I know, but I've, I forgot about it in that list. But... So we're going oh, to... this week, aren't we? Yeah, yeah Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, yeah okay. so we're down at uh, Cannon Run HQ on Thursday. Go and fuck about in some cars and do a podcast. But if you guys have got anything that you would like to ask any of these guys, so if you've got like a question for Jay, um, if you've got a question for Mark, awesome, Habiba, awesome. The only, the only problem is what this is going out on Saturday, which is afterwards, which is afterwards. Fuck's so sake. if you've got questions for them, don't bother. No, well, I tell you what, then Shane and Motti, that's it going to be in one podcast yeah so ignore what I've just said Shane and Motti will be in another one that will be next week at some point and Nathan at D13 Nathan Gearhold go and follow him on Instagram he's fucking hilarious stunt driver he is so if you've got any questions for those three people message us on Patreon and um, what I will do which you're not going oh. to see that I've said this or hear that I've said this but I'll put on Patreon and asking everyone to send us questions in for Thursday, Friday this week. Yeah, we'll do that and then we'll put it on Instagram and it's another reason to follow us on Instagram, Evil GT Cars. He's Evil GT underscore Ben and I'm the same with Lee. You're flying with your followers here. You've got loads of content on your Instagrams. Yeah, I post. I don't do the main channel though. I just no. do my own, don't I? Yeah. So, um, 
it's all you do the Instagram just to try and drive traffic to the, the various things you do. So if it wasn't for doing this, I probably wouldn't do Instagram to be honest. Really? I'd put the odd picture on when you're on holiday with a beard, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know them pictures. The obligatory beer selfie. Yeah, but taking pictures of cars and stuff, I couldn't be asked really. Right. Not really. Even though I like photography, but on your phone, is it the same? It's okay if you've got a big ass camera with you know, it's all got all the gear on it. All the gear with no idea. Well that is definitely you that mate. But we will. Uh, put everything on the socials so you have an idea of the questions to ask and believe me if you ask a question and it's dodgy I'll probably ask it oh yeah we'll ask it fuck it I don't care so just say it unless it's like something too stupid yeah you know um, but if you think it's like a bit sensitive the question we'll still ask it yeah I'll ask it I mean it's so, up to it's up to Shane and Motty and Nathan if they want to tell us to fuck off that if they say that we'll have asked the question so yeah, yeah. but make it don't do it just stupid for the sake of it. Make it, it could be like something, I can't even explain it. So if someone said, um, do you know, do you, do you shave your ass? <laughs> I mean, that's a bit like, why, why do you want to know? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> why are we, that, what the most well, random question? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're looking at me like you actually want to know though. That's more worrying. I know if you did shave your ass, you'd be scratching it more. <laughs> but if it's something like, you know, how many groupies have you had sex with? You know, I don't that's know. A that. gen- that's a genuine question. I'd be like, I'm quite interested. He would definitely not tell us that. Yeah, but we can ask it. It's can't proper we? married off and everything. Yeah, now. I don't. That's the we thing. We want him to podcast. stay on the podcast, though. The podcast, you've got to ask the questions that your audience <laughs> and the audience is me. I'm about. I'm a bit of the audience because um, I want to know. I'm going to ask him that. Hey, now. he's a very religious man, you know. I bet you he was. I bet you he was proper, well, like down the line. Well, no, no to the hose. He might be, yeah. Um, the thing is, if you don't ask, you don't get to know, do you? Very true. So we'll see you on next week. I'll let you answer that. Or <laughs> ask, ask that rather. So the next week's podcast is um, Jay Cannon. It will be. So that will be an interesting one. Definitely tune in for that one. Yes, because we'll ask Jay some questions as yeah. well. We'll get him squirming. <laughs> and he probably won't come on again. <laughs> <laughs> well, as of today, we are up to 130 patrons. Thank you very much. I think we're earning about £340 a month now. Which is going to Which is phenomenal. Paying for all this stuff. Yeah, because we've not, still not paid for the uh, podcast equipment. But listen, to each and every one of you, it's massively, massively appreciated. Yeah, we so, do appreciate it. Um, so we, thank you very much. We appreciate you paying the money to help with production costs. Yeah. We're going to, we're thinking about, we were talking about this as well. We oh, should yeah. be stopping this fucking podcast, I know, but with this other shit. So the tier system, yep. um, we're thinking about putting some different tiers in so that for argument's sake, if you pay, I don't know, whatever it is a month, uh, obviously it'd be a bit more. And we're going on a track day like we are on Wednesday, which this will have already gone out by, we'll have already done that by the time this goes out. But we will then um, put into a hat of whoever's, you know, potentially signed up well, to that and just yeah. say, do you want to so, come and, you know, that so kind of thing. So it's a £3 a month um, for the just the supporter package. We could have a £10 that will get like 30% off merchandise and all kinds of like things like that. There won't be, you won't get any more than you will do on the £3 one. You'll just get access to like discounts. and We'll try and make it so the money... We don't want to just charge money and not give anything back. No. And then it could be £30 a month for like super duper, you're the fucking VIP, amazing, you're one of, the, one of us. You've got, a, you've got one of Lee's spare rooms in his house. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus, that won't go towards the mortgage, will it? Um, it so, probably and would then, do towards mine. And then that maybe 
um, when we do our next track day, if you've been on that tier system for like two months, for argument's sake, we'll try and give you that back as like, come on a track day and, you know, we'll invite you on a track day, first come, first serve. Mm. So we'll offer like three track day, like passenger ones out and you come out and you just hang out and we'll, I don't know, we'll buy, buy, you, a breakfast. buy, you, buy you breakfast and yeah. stuff like that. And then we'll take you out in the car and then, you know, that's up to you if you want to stay subscribed at that tier level. But what we'll do is we'll look at everybody who's subscribed to the channel, to the pay, Patreon um, podcast channel, and then we'll say, you know, this this guy has, has supported us and, he, and he's been part of, right, we're going here, you know, we'll send out some invites. Mm -hmm. No, that type of stuff. Yeah. How that will work, I don't know, but it's not about, for us, taking... Um, any money off people unnecessarily yeah it's about you supporting the channel and we'll try and give something back as much we, as we can as much as we can um, and obviously try and just pay for the production side of it and stuff like that that's yeah. all we're trying to do we're just trying to pay for things and make yeah. sure so you're saying they can't have one of your rooms in your house then we just sitting there waiting to ask that. I could see, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. see like moving around. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you can't. I'm fucking saying that exactly that. <laughs> I won't give you a room in my house. Well, you've got like 65 other rooms. What I haven't you fucking got. I've got a four-bedroom house. <laughs> I mean, you've got a two-bedroom house. It I've should be a six-bedder. The only reason it's four is because you've got two of them as massive fuck-off walking fuck wardrobes. They're fucking tiny piss-ass box you rooms. fucking gobshite. But, right. Yeah. But anyway, no, no lodgings. See you later. B &B. Every single one of you. <laughs> Thanks for watching and listening. See you later. Ta-ra.